Hey, where are the white women at? But how did he get down to his underwear that fast? We'll just have to take these pants off so that I can take a closer look. Still others evolved so much, they don't even need to wear pants. <laughs> Welcome still, to Cartoon Casual. What, what, this is the this is the podcast. Yeah, right. So we actually did. Let's uh, full disclosure. Full disclosure. We have, uh, part Janie two. Stapleton from Art Hub here. Do you yep. know? Do you know Chris <laughs> Stapleton? Oh God! I mean, country singer, right? Yeah. No uh, relation. No. I w- I don't know if I would call him country like a hundred percent country. He gets yeah. pop on. country. Pop country. You watch your fucking mouth. <laughs> that was for you, Charlie. Paul's ignorant. No man, he's actually like pretty hardcore. I would I would put him up there with blues. I'm, I would blues, but he gets played on the country station. So like, I saw a billboard gets, on the way back from Flagstaff, oh. and he had a cowboy hat on. So I figured. It was kind of ah, I love it. That's no. the only <laughs> association. I get I it. Have, I get it. Know? But yeah. yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah. you should check him out. Good, okay. it's good blues. All right, All right. so it's full really full blues. disclosure, we're doing another uh, yes. episode with uh, Jenny Stapleton from Art Hub. And uh, because we wanted to make a couple of them, the first one we're going to try to, the first one we already did. The first one is clean. The first one is, is clean. With a couple slip-ups of profanity. Uh, there was no no fucks or shits or anything said. <laughs> yeah. Was, there was just a you couple. Said, you hell, said dumbass. No, dumbass. I said shit once. You did say she shit. She did say yeah. shit. Yeah. Jane, yeah, dropped a shit. Yeah. I know she said <laughs> 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 And here's our real show. And there it is. This is the actual Cartoon Casual <laughs> podcast uh, where Janie drops a shit. <laughs> Just so you know that this this is not rock bottom. This is the best it's going to be. <laughs> this is normal. It's going to go down from here. Oh, my God. Yeah. Exactly. That's why I brought you another beer. So what happened was, and it's a good idea because it's a serious thing what they've got going downtown. Absolutely. Art Hub. And um, so she mentioned that. Hey, I can uh, post if we kind of keep it clean. We can do this. I can go on your uh, your uh, Facebook account. You can link it up. Whatever. We can get more people listening to what Art Hub is about and our show as well. That's what we did. Absolutely. For how long was the previous one total? Anyway, an hour ish, fifty seven minutes or something like that, or something. That's like all that. we could muster, right? With no cussing, minimal cussing, right? So that was very informative. We learned a lot, but we're going to start over, not over, but a little bit about a little bit of history of Art Hub and what it is. Then we're going to let her rip, like we've already started to. So there's that. All right. Art Hub, what is it? What's going on with it? Tell us why we want to go down there. Who are you? <laughs> Janie? <laughs> with, to get this over with. Actually, first and foremost. To get this over with. Who are you? Oh, you know, Janie, yeah. Janie, what do you have in front of you? Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, the beer. beer. Yep. Odell's. Yeah. Oh, Odell's. What is it? Uh, it's called Prop Culture. Prop, prop Culture. I think this and may have been is, brought to me on my birthday ten, in June of this year. Was this? That probably. One, that, that sounds about right. Around. It, it was probably bought because Prop. Prop like propeller, pro like an airplane, right? Sure, but it's actually ten different strains of uh, various yeast and uh, bacteria. So this actually has uh, Brettanomyces and Saccharo, Saccharomyces, Saccharomyces being regular uh, like ale yeast, Saccharomyces cerevisiae, and then I'm speaking way over my head right now. I know it's kind of nice. Now you know how it feels. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then uh, the other is uh, Brettanomyces, which is from Colorado. Pers- you were saying, I believe this. Not, the yeast isn't from Colorado. <laughs> 
Brewery. 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 It's, brewery. It's, brewery. It's, it's ironic that brewery is one of those words you can't say. You really can. And sound sober. Like jewelry. Yeah, jewelry or jewelry. judicial system. Like it's, <laughs> That's another one of those. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's uh, 10 different strains of various things. Uh, and it uh, has a nice funk to it. It's very crisp. It's very clean. And I love it. Yeah. So, yeah. But so that's what, not the only beer in front of Janie because Janie is drinking through her problems. <laughs> she is. I'm, it's okay. You can open and up here. You can open up here. This is a safe place for yeah. you to open up. Also, <laughs> <laughs> Janie's biggest problem right now is the fact that you set two fucking beers in front of her. I did. That's, I did. Yeah, that's yeah, all she's drinking bad. through. Too many choices. Yeah. What's the other beer? It's uh, Samuel Smith's Oatmeal Stout, right? I don't know. Maybe. Sure. Yeah, that's, that's that exactly what, you, what it is. Is that what you poured? Samuel yes, Smith's Oatmeal Stout. Yeah. Uh, it's real good. It is. Brought to us by Ed Mann. Thanks, Ed, for leaving that here six months ago. So, um, yeah, that's what we're drinking on this episode. I already had a uh, martini, but it wasn't Tito's. I finished out the, what was it? The uh, Chopin, Chopin. The Frederick fucking Chopin. I had a friend uh, that wanted to go flying, and he said, what kind of vodka do you like? And I said, Tito's, so he brought me Chopin. I'm not sure of the connection, but that's that's what happened. And so we went flying in a uh, bottle of Chopin. That's what I had my martini in earlier. And now I'm enjoying this. Um, Prop culture. Thank you. From Odell's in thank Fort you. Collins, Colorado. But tell us, tell us seriously. You are been here only a couple of years. You're with the uh, you're the director mm-hmm. of the Art Hub. Yeah, and you've been there for a couple of years. Uh, I've been there full time since last January. So oh, only a year. year. Yeah, a, yeah, only a year. I've been involved with Art Hub for a few years, but as a program director, just a year. It seems like you've been there longer for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why. So the Art Hub is located downtown Kingman, Arizona, on Fourth and uh, Beale Street. Beale Street, yeah. a beautiful corner there. Beautiful corner there. And they are what are they exactly to people? I that feel don't like we're know. fleshing out all the shit that you and I wanted to say during the the, we the already clean said this. podcast. We said this earlier. Yeah, I know, but I like I wanted to crack a joke. Like I love that corner. It's super comfortable, and I always get the <laughs> best Johns. Like they all pick me up. They all pay me right. good. It's a comfortable corner. It is a comfortable corner. Like yeah. it has soft stones. It's good for my heels. You know? <laughs> <laughs> when I'm when I'm beating feet and beating meat, that's terrible. Oh, that's so bad. God. Why? Why? Yeah. Exactly. What? It's getting filthy in here. I'm yeah. I'm in the mood. It's fine. Right, so fourth in Beal. Yes. The not the art hub. Art hub. Kingman Art Hub. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And what what is it? Please tell uh, us what it is. It's uh, a like a community art center and an international residency program. So we have community art classes that we teach uh, once a week, and then they're taught by artists from you know all over the world. So we give artists a place to stay and work for three months at a time in exchange for teaching those classes. So people come in up to four artists every three months. They come in together. You, you try to organize it so they all come in about the same time. Yeah, uh, we it's we have uh, session dates that usually start like mid January. We go to mid April, then we have a break for a month, and then you know mid May to mid what, August. Right? Okay. Yeah. And no, so, wait, I didn't know you had a break in like a month break. What, yeah, yeah. What goes on there? Uh, I travel through, all over the world, and it's awesome. So. Do you really? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to China next time. It'll be fun. Wow. Yeah. Where have you been before? Uh, like uh, just mostly this is the first time actually leaving the country. Mostly I've gone either back home or up to Oregon or I think I went to Utah one time. So do you have friends that you're gonna go see or travel with someone or you're like, screw it, I'm just gonna go to China? No, I have some friends over there that run a Brazilian jujitsu school and I'm gonna go teach yoga and do jujitsu. So. <laughs> in China. In China, huh. yeah. Do you have a feeling, Joe, she has a more interesting life than we Welcome have? back to the Joe Rogan podcast <laughs> with more Brazilian jujitsu. No, 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 no. no wonder you didn't scoff when I was I said, Yeah, I don't really listen to the MMA episode because I don't like that shit. And She's you're like, like huh. you know, teach their own. Now, now, I feel, now I feel like a dick. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. I, uh, I just get beat up by the 12-year-olds. It's fine. You know, like it's, I'm not accomplished. It's fun, though. That, 
Okay, so and I know our there's a couple listeners out there that like to pull me aside and tell me what a little bitch I am. <laughs> I don't like combat sports. I've no. never liked combat sports That's because fine. I I just don't I don't I feel like it ta- it I used to feel like it holds humanity back a little bit. I mean, history's kind of on your side there, so I, you it's know, true. I, <laughs> However, to I'm starting yourself, to at least finish okay, my you, thoughts. Yeah. Okay, sorry, Joe. finish, Paul. Sorry. In the past few months, I've really looked at it as like the, the uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu specifically has actually positively affected a lot of people mm-hmm. who are looking for something to center them, to stay in shape, to uh, and, and the camaraderie that comes along with it. It's a lot bigger than what I always thought was kind of on the surface was a bunch of meatheads uh, standing around a cage while guys beat the shit out of each other. Well, there is that. It's too, an oversimplification. But, yeah. I realize no, that there's bad aspects to everything. It's yeah. like it's like medical marijuana like it really it really helps a lot of people but there's always going to be that dipshit that wears like his uh rasta colors and he's white as fuck and he's got the the, he's rolled a two foot long joint check out this joint i got so (laughs) wasted last night like that that there's that and then there's the people that are like i i used to have seizures and now i don't anymore and right. one is detrimental to the other. So, like, and now I'm starting to really come along. I, I'm not going to order a pay-per-view fight anytime soon. But, like, I would have been actually contemplating, like, going to, uh, you know, uh, like, jujitsu class or something like that. I so think there's a place on Northern, isn't there? There's a place yeah. on Northern. There's a there's actually, like, three Brazilian jujitsu like, gyms in this town. Oh, really? I, I thought you're yeah, taking, you're small. not taking downtown? You're not taking, it's not jujitsu jitsu downtown? No, it's, it's judo classes downtown. Okay. Uh, Brazilian jujitsu is totally foreign to me. I have no idea what to expect. Oh, so you're, this is new. All I love yeah, you're, going okay. to, you're going to China for Brazilian yeah. jiu-jitsu. Yeah, yeah like, I know. It'll be great. Do you want me to buy you a globe? Yeah. Are you like <laughs> wrong area? Yeah, and just like, GPS. I think <laughs> she might be She might be a flat earther. We haven't really gone. Oh, no. no. You're we, not? Sorry, okay. Strong. Okay. No. That's a hard no. I've met so many of those in Kingman. I've never met them Seriously? anywhere. I, I move here, I meet three. Yeah. I've never met a single flat earther oh that was God. serious. I, met I this, have to hear about oh, this. No, okay, I yeah. met this one guy. God, I feel this. Is, sometimes people, you just have to talk shit about them. You just have to. Sure. It's um, fine. Yeah. I, I can't. I met this guy and he was talking about how he thought the world was, was probably flat. And I, you know, I asked him how he does. Came. He had like an inkling. He's like, I kind of think. Yeah, you know, he was very like trying to present it, like you know, I've just been really giving it a lot of thought. You know, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of thought, and that was his yeah. result. No, no, no. But it gets worse. It gets so much oh. worse. So, um, I was talking to this guy, and I was like, okay, well, what? You know, I didn't, I didn't want to let it out of the bag that I thought he was an idiot. So I was like, what gave you these thoughts? Mm-hmm. And he told me that when he went to the ocean, he looked at the horizon, and it was flat. And I was like okay and he said well maybe if i was like and his words maybe if i was like a midget or something and closer to the ground it would have looked curved but standing up it looked flat and i said well why didn't you just like kneel down Squat down <laughs> and he looked like i had dropped a bomb on his head he was like oh I, I guess i could have done that it was horrible oh my god but it sounds like you taught the guy like you maybe you gave uh, him a revelation yeah i, I, I guess so you know that guy has created a shrine to you, like, <laughs> in, like in his spare room or in his base, in his mom's basement. Yeah, it opened his eyes. No, it was uh, that was like very shortly after moving here too. I was like, what have I done? Hey, what was the venue? Were you you weren't at Art Hub? No, no, no. no were you no. at Circle K or behind Circle K no, or something like? I was actually working for the county, so that okay. <laughs> Makes more sense. I don't know. Working yeah. for the working yeah. for the county, like at the county jail. No, no. no. I'm I'm no. trying to just put this into perspective, like where this where like it was it was that's I mean I feel bad like talking horribly about somebody, but it was it was astounding. It really was. So I have a question: If the Earth is flat, 
No, oh, no, no, I'm Do serious. We have to yeah. waste airtime on this. <laughs> why? Why can't you just go to the? What is the edge? Has anybody been to the? Why isn't there a photograph of the edge of the earth? I've personally been to the edge. It was nine grams of mushrooms. And it was like no. Uh, <laughs> I mean, honestly, no, you're right. You like, fly. That's, what, that's exactly you, what I would ask those people. Edge of it? I just wonder if those folks have just never traveled. Like if you. If you never turned on a TV and you never got on the internet and you never traveled anywhere, it's very easy to to see where someone would think that the world's flat. Well, like the tenets of flat earther, like the thing is usually to to not believe other people, to believe your own eyes only. Right. And it's kind of funny, like that's this really sort of bravado idea, I guess, but like you can't see that much in your whole life. Like there's a massive world. You can't see the whole thing. So it's kind of, it's really ridiculous, but that is kind of, what, built what, into it yeah what, if what I, mean, I find if, seeing, if it's all blinders right. like you can't yeah I get it what I, I find yeah. is fascinating if you go up in a small airplane like I've got here and you go reasonably high and it's a clear day and you can only see so far you can see like the horizon and some mountains and you keep flying in that direction more new mountains and stuff starts showing up which is because it's curved because you're going right. more new things start even, appearing even on the horizon than, even simpler than that is just watching a ship sail off like Sure, and it kind of disappears. But not a lot of people do that anymore. People don't sit at the shore and watch a ship sail off until the top of the mast disappears. Nobody does that because we're kind Herman of done. It's anymore. <laughs> like Moby Dick. Yes, right. no one's going after their white whale anymore. Yeah. And like, <laughs> it's not the Nina, the Pinta, What's Santeria. wrong with the world anyway? <laughs> I don't know. The world was clocked back a few I decades. love it when people talk about the world being, I, I got, into the, got into it with this old fart that I work with last night. He talked about the good old days. So what were the good old days? He's like, oh, man. We were so prosperous in the 50s and 60s. And like we, meaning white fucking males. <laughs> and he just looked at me. He looked at me like I like I was a bearded, six foot tall, 300 pound feminist, which I kind of am. And he just is like, that's just some liberal bullshit talking. Like, why did you have to make it political? You're the one that's an ignoramus. What, and, what if you were a black guy in the South in the 50s? Probably yeah, wasn't the, so good. Pro, the black guy fucking anywhere in the North in North America other than a pocket of Canada in the 1950s. Ugh, the good old days. Anyway. Yeah. There you have the it. The flat earther thing. I and you. So, okay, that was only one. What about the other two? You said there were three. Oh, the other one. So I have, um, God, this is it's self-incriminating here, but I have dreadlocks. And I paid someone to I know, put I them smelled in. them. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so kidding. Dreadlocks no, no, no. don't stink. That's a fucking myth. They can. These ones don't. But I had a... I have. This is the second set I had. The first set I had were horrible. This set I actually paid someone to put them in. The woman who put my dreadlocks in, she was a flat earther. And you don't want to mess with someone while they're like... Yeah, you don't want to argue with Especially them. Especially if yeah. you're sitting in a chair and they're, yeah. doing, they're doing your dreads. And I was takes a captive six hours. audience. Totally yeah. captive. And she had this weird bald parrot that was running around like biting me. It was a really weird... <laughs> Where, where was this? It was in Vegas. So I guess it was technically here. But yeah. <laughs> Bald parrot. But yeah, she was a flat earther and she kept being like, what do you think about it? And I was like, oh, I don't I don't know. It's like, flat as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and you're doing a great job of those dreads. <laughs> like I didn't want to be like, I, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. it was, Flatter than a mirror. <laughs> it, was, oh. it was a thing. Yeah. Wow. I think mountains are just illusions anyway. Like you just have to get, that's where I would go. If I was in the audience of someone who was uh, a captive audience, like you said, who was a flat earther, I would just go so, I would, I would go to so extreme that even they thought I was extreme. Like, I'm, no, I think, the no, sun, I think the sun is just a myth. No, you, <laughs> like you're, you're just going to ramp it up. Whatever they got, you're just going to ramp it up a little bit Absolutely. more. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, the earth is flat. Well, yeah, mountains don't exist, obviously. Yeah. 
If and mountains the, existed, how can we drive on them? I, I'm sure you could have said that the Earth was the center of the universe too, right? Because the sun goes around the Earth. I mean, probably I'm sure that would have. Been I okay wasn't with her. thinking that clearly. I probably could have. Though, yeah. <laughs> Presented that <laughs> fact. Yeah, I got there and there was like the house smelled like weed from the sidewalk. <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> I was like, oh man. Speaking right. of, did you notice the smell when you drove out here? Did you catch any of that, or was it raining? Oh, it was raining by it then. It was raining. Yeah. So there's a grow operation. Like, did you know that? It's like an acre. They or grow two. weed here. I mean, I knew there was one. I didn't know it was here. Here, I knew yeah. it was in town. What's not in my hangar? Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> it's not like right like over there. No, I didn't see that. No, it's like uh, I think he said. I think he's at sixty thousand square feet now, of, of plants. Yeah. yeah, but it's a, but they vent a few times a day to like just off gas, and if you're not like, there's been times where we've walked out of the like the the door here just into the hangar, and you're like, holy shit! No, it's it's overwhelming. It's thick. Yeah, it was like somebody smoking plants nearby. <laughs> it it really is quite. Um, it's it's in your face. As soon as I Literally. walk out there, it's like it's like like the Bob Marley starts playing and yeah, it's, it's, just, it's awesome. Anyway, all right, okay. so you have artists that come around. Yes, we do. Back to the, back to <laughs> yes. and they have a new you have a new crop coming in uh, next week. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> new crop. Yeah, a new rotation. Uh, uh, they come in this weekend. We'll start. We'll open up on Tuesday. So we're Tuesday through Saturday, eleven to six. We'll be downstairs. So when this episode drops, it's dropping Tuesday at midnight. So by the time it does, they'll be there for a day. A already. day. Yeah. yeah. There you go. And one's a repeat artist, I believe you said. One's a returner, and then the other two are from where? One is from Northern California, from one of my friends from Herb School, actually. That's right. She applied. Um, and then the other one is Sarah's cousin, Sarah Ferry. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Right on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. But then we learned a little bit about your history, too, how you were a, you went to art school, but then you said, screw it, I want to study herbs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then survive, your survival thing. Survi- I, I, yeah. yeah, I, I have, gotta, I I have to hear about herb school. Like, I'm just so, in- <laughs> oh, no, man. I'm so interested in it. Uh, I, like, no. Right, yeah, no. It was it was awesome. It was a wonderful experience. It was a year long. Uh, the first day, you know how most places, like with little children, you have a talking stick, like you can't. Of talk. course, yeah, yeah. This, yeah. this place had it's a talking crystal. You couldn't talk unless you were holding the crystal. And so that was. That's that was, what we need here. Yeah. <laughs> it the was spheres. A we can hold a sphere, Joe. Oh, man, a talking sphere. <laughs> um, the first day, I remember I met a girl, and she said her name was Jan. And then twenty minutes later, they said that we could change our names if, like, we wanted to. Now was the time, and I had to call her Fern after that. I think she still goes by Fern. So that. <laughs> Did wow. you change your name? No, no. Something no. cool like Jeff. No, all my friends started calling me. Uh, I think Sunbeam after that. Well, that sh- sounds about right. I shut that down. Uh, Jeff would have been better. Yeah, but it's like I, I really just want to go by Jeff. Yeah, I don't know. Fern was actually awesome, but it was just it was a totally. I remember sitting there being like, I decided not to go to school in New York for this. Like all these fucking hippies. Like <laughs> I got there and they were just like Birkenstocks lined up for a mile, you know, out the door. And, you know, it was just great. One of the teachers was like a real, you know, practicing Wiccan. And so she would always just bring up like the gods and goddesses of ancient Roman mythology as if they were like, like she would name drop them, you know. Like, <laughs> she was just like, yeah, so I was hanging out with. Uh, yeah, we were talking. We were chilling. I was hanging out with Juno. Yeah. And uh, it was it was, was great. It was amazing. Uh, I actually and then a lot of it was really legitimate, like learning about the body systems and how the different plants affect them. So it wasn't all this like esoteric, bizarre you know stuff. But there was a lot of that was kind of my intro to like, oh, some people are super weird and that's awesome. So, you know, it was, it was great. That sounds it sounds like a great experience, it if was. only for that. Yeah. Now with the uh, do you say herbalism? Is that a bad is that a bad term? No. OK, yeah, so no. herbalism. Yeah. A lot of people, 
mainstream media portrays herbalism as wacko junk science, but yeah. when in all actuality, most of the pharmaceuticals that we have that are effective to this day right. come from plants and come from folk remedies. Yeah. Like aspirin, a lot of people, aspirin for one. Oh, yeah, I, I mean, willow, willow bark. And, yeah. I mean, up until I think it was the 1920s, you actually had to have a botany degree to become a pharmacist. Absolutely. You know, because you were interacting with plants and, and prescribing plants. So the idea that plants aren't, you know, relevant in health is sort of ridiculous. That's not a bad idea to anyway to kind of continue on that if they were to it, teach it, yeah. that and tie it together in, like, in that fashion. You know, I, I think people go too far. Like I, I've come across so many people in the natural or medicine world who say they never go to the doctor. And that's ridiculous. You know, like we don't die of things that we used to have to die of all, you know, like infections and stuff. Right. Like, but then at the same time, you know, people took care of themselves for thousands of years in these natural ways, and it's not all garbage, you know. So it's I think there's a middle ground. And and then there's the other thing too is that and because I'm kind of a I'm kind of a data hound. Like I, I like to when I hear a figure, I go that doesn't sound right. There's something about that that doesn't sound right. So like it's the it's a common it's common thought and <clears throat> that uh, say 100 years ago the um, Average life expectancy of human, just worldwide average you know, life expectancy was only like 40, 48 or something like that. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that people, most people died by the age of 48. That means right. there, were, there were lots and lots of infant deaths. While sad, that right. still eschews the numbers. Yeah. That's why you have people, that's why, they, well, wow, I can't believe Andrew, is it uh, President Andrew Jackson? He has a, a, a grandson that is still alive. Really? really? Think about that. Yeah, the guy's 90-something years old, but Andrew Jackson lived to be 92 years old, father to child at 85. Hmm. That's he's not, a, he's not an outlier. That was kind of the average. The average was like 65 to set, like or not average, but the, the range was like 65, 70 years old. And you just had a lot of people having kids that died before the age right. of two, which just drops the average down. It was so, crazy infant mortality, right? Like, it's yeah. incredible. Like, 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 like yeah. one in three or something like yeah. that. Pat and Oswald talking about, and they died from the rickets. They died from the rickets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's whole birthing story. Like, yeah, that's wife. not a pure birth. You had a flat screen TV. Just because you have birth on birthing blocks natural. Doesn't, go mean, natural. doesn't mean natural. What you need to do is be out in the woods. Let's <laughs> say out in the woods. Have a birthing a, trench. A birthing <laughs> trench, and a wolf ring comes along. Long and eats the afterbirth. Like that's that's a natural birth. <laughs> I love Patton Oswalt so much. He's, he's amazing. Dude, you're chilling me. Stolen by the Apa- <laughs> the Apaches. <laughs> you had not. Well, it's, okay. So like, if you look at genealogy records of just this is just in in, in recent memory because I I was when I was back in Ohio last month I was looking up some family history stuff uh, in the local area and my I had forgotten that my grandfather he had four brothers and sisters that grew up that made it to adulthood he had seven that died under the age of like three or something like that yeah and that was just in the 20s and 30s that wasn't really uncommon it was and it was actually well incredibly you know that was incredibly common yeah so like you said to to the point what you were saying people took care of each other for you took care of themselves for a lot of years without pills yeah, and they figured it out because they're you know thousands and thousands of years and hundreds of thousands of people testing, you know you eat that bark oh now my elbow doesn't hurt from the <laughs> from the bear right. bite or whatever you yeah. know so yeah or I, eat that bark oops he died oh, okay let's mark that off all the right list. we're gonna we're <laughs> mark that one nope. nope did not that did not solve his gas all right so we're gonna, <laughs> <laughs> and this took a while to get it narrowed down it, it takes a while it's, it's, you're gonna break a few eggs if you want to make an omelet. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, I've thought about that before. Like, how did you know? Yeah, how just how thousands and thousands it's, of years. Yeah. It's fascinating to me. Yeah. Like, um, uh, oh god, um, belladonna. Is it Bella? No, it's not Belladonna. Atropine. What atropine is made from? And I can never remember what it is. And I know, I, I can tell you right oh, now, yeah. I'm going to call her out. She's listening as Jane. She's going to be like, Joe, it's blah, 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 because we administer that to patients. But anyway, you know, it decreases your heart rate. Are you talking about... Um, nightshade. I think Jane's De- going to look deadly. it up right now. Yeah, you- I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. I think it's deadly nightshade. Do you have an app? Do you have an herbalism app? Google. No, just Google. <laughs> 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 My name's Joe. <laughs> <laughs> you were hoping she had a. I, ho- I was hoping app. she had some sort of inside uh, app because yeah. I kind of wanted like, okay, my left foot. That would be hurts. fantastic. That would be. What fantastic. do I take? Like willow bark with some sort of root, and I mean, it I mean, looks like yeah, it's a, it's a nightshade. Nightshade, okay, yeah, nightshade yeah. family. Which yeah, is, you know, it's and it's still synthesized. But then also poisonous, yeah. So it's, of yeah, course, yeah. yes. I love that stuff. That shit fascinates me. And that's why I, the, the, what are we were talking about the golden milk thing. The mm-hmm. Yeah, turmeric. Yeah, it's just yeah. Term, how, turmeric. Turmeric's amazing. So, so do you have, do you, uh, and I, I'm going to put you on the spot, but do you have a, some kind of a degree and you have a certification? This kind of... It's just a certification to okay. say I did a year long program. If I wanted to like practice, you know, like have an herbal practice, I, I'd need to go get more schooling. So I think. you could walk into like a, a herbal natural store. Yeah. Uh, it has hundreds of fucking bottles that I'd walk into and I have no idea. And, and pretty much you'd go up there and go, yep, that does this, this does that, yeah. and this is kind of this. And you're pretty. So do you yeah, take roughly. things on a regular basis because of this? Or do you, are you like, eh, you don't yeah. really know. I, I, that was my next question is what is your, what yeah. is your daily regimen? Your, I mean, yeah. I don't really have a regimen. It was more just, I think I was, I went when I was 22 or so. And I, I kind of looked at myself and I was like, I've always been fragile. Like my health was just up and down. I was like, if I don't learn how to take care of myself, I'm going to be unhappy. You know, okay. and so I always responded really well to natural medicine. You know, my mom is kind of she's a nutritionist, and she started throwing herbs at me when I was a little kid, so I was comfortable with it. Okay, um, so I decided decided to go to school for it, and I'd say it shows up more in my life in dealing with like I, I haven't I've been to the ER once since I was an adult, and it was because I had like a really bad infection. Otherwise, I've been able to handle pretty much any other you know headache symptoms or which just. I just know what to do. I was in the ER once here since I moved here because I ran into the back of an airplane chasing baby quail out of my hangar. (laughs) Well, good for you, I guess. I don't know. Do do you remember the story, Joe? I'm glad you didn't accidentally shoot yourself in the leg shooting a baby quail. (laughs) Yeah, right. Exactly. You're like, I was, uh, damn hippies were coming in there trying to tell me the earth was round, so I fired (laughs) off a few rounds. (laughs) (laughs) They can't run too fast in them Birkenstocks, (laughs) goddammit. Trip over their dreadlocks. It's... It's it's <laughs> fucked up because I definitely have had I've owned three pairs of Birkenstocks in my entire life. I don't listen to fish though. <laughs> I did I did I grew up with the Grateful Dead pumped into my brain. Yeah. Anyway, no, it's it's true. I I, I cut up my slice open the top of my head. Uh, anyway, how many and, times did that you did it? You did it on your forehead too. No, I, but I didn't have to go to the hot doctor then. No, at you that point. should have. Yeah, I, I needed stitches. You're right. Quail too, or was that? No, what, okay. they just they were back. What the beer door back door was open. And they ran in, and Steve was there. A guy who works with me, and and I I knew this airplane was there. The tail that was here, and here, here's what's funny. The tail of it. it was Please kind, get was to the funny sharp. part. <laughs> <laughs> so I ran away. I knew it was there, and I bent over, and with boom, it just caught me. You know, at the top of my, whatever it was, and I went, oh, and I could tell that it was bad. Yeah. So I put my hand on top of my head to stop the massive bleeding, and I sat down on a chair and said, Steve, come over here. I'm going to move my hand off of my head, and you just tell me if I need to go to the doctor or if it's bad. And so I 
I moved my hand off my head. Instantly, I felt a cascade of liquid coming down my skull. A cascade of liquid? Yeah, so he goes, oh, my God. <laughs> he goes, you've <laughs> got to go to the doctor right now. And I went, fuck, because we were on a deadline for this other airplane that we're working on. So I drove to the hospital with one hand, you know, <laughs> oh and by myself. He goes, I'll take us in. No, we got to get this airplane done. So I went in there, and there was kind of blood everywhere, and there's a large amount of people in the waiting room. And it was funny because I, I said, look, I can't really, I can't get my wallet, whatever. Well, what's wrong? So let's come back and look at you. And the same reaction to the person that was there. <laughs> the medical professional was like, go, oh, my, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so they put me to the front of the line because there are people that probably wouldn't need me in the front of the line right there at that point in the ER. But So here's the here's a question for Janie. Yeah, yeah. What kind of herbs would you yeah, what, prescribe what herb would for you, that? Would you put on that? Would you sprinkle on my my gash, gashed head? Well, if you have to know, yarrow yeah. can stop bleeding. So okay. There you go. All right, I should but have done that. really, you'd probably die. So yeah. Stitches. <laughs> and it was yeah, another point yeah. to that whole story. It was funny. I can't uh, remember what it was. It was, was. The, it was just an ER trip. Yeah, yeah and then they stapled time. me together. And then I went to Amazon and bought some staple, some medical staple remover pliers so Steve could take them out of my head. So you didn't have to go back to I didn't want to go back to the doctor. I just I got shit to do. You're ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, so that's that's the whole point. You said you went to the ER once yeah. in your entire life. Well, I went more than once, I guess, but that Just was as an adult, once in know, 10 like, years. Yeah. I'm still not an adult, so I can say I've gone there as a child. <laughs> it was a, a quail story. It was, a running, it was something to do with the quail, though. I was going to make a point, and, and I wasn't taking away from her, her herbal story. I forgot what the <laughs> fuck it was. Damn it. I forgot, Joe. I totally forgot. Okay, before we go and take a break, I want to know what is the best stuff to stuff. What is the what are the best herbs for sleep? Because uh, well, this is something that I, cannabis. I, I Come have on. not. <laughs> and I'm not talking. Yeah. Not, I'm talking non scheduled substances uh, yeah, stuff that yeah, I can yeah. go to a health food store buy on Amazon. Uh, Skullcap is a good one. Valerian is good. Kava is good. Chamomile, if that works for you, chamomile is funny. M- works for some people, and then like one out of every hundred people, it sets them off and makes them crazy. So chamomile, yes, yeah, they're they're definitely psychoactive. There are folks that react in a psychoactive manner manner to chamomile. My dad is one of them. Yeah, yeah, he gets he, really, really, really anxious just and like, can't I, sit still. And, yeah. So these other first three that you mentioned are they available in the, in the Kingman's local herb shop? Absolutely. Well? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can buy a skull cap by the kilo at yeah. the uh, at the at Natural Planet. Some people are kind of addicted um, to it. It's hilarious. It, yeah. Yeah, because it yeah. it'll. Uh, I've never taken it. It slows you down, but out of sleep. It, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it puts your mind like just kind of to rest, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now and uh, chamomile is one of those. I'm uh, chamomile knocks me the fuck out. Yeah. Like it. Like it's just I'll drink. N- n- like not even just like just not even good quality. Like just shitty. Like just cheap chamomile tea. And I'll go, all right, all right, it's time for me to go to bed. I'm just <laughs> wasted. Yeah. But I'm only asleep for like an hour or two. Oh, okay. Uh, valerian root works. Yeah. Like you a lot. You can combine the two. Some people like, you know, you can make sleeping blends where yeah. one herb will knock you out and the one herb will keep you asleep. And then like California poppy makes it so your dreams even out usually. Um, so like if you suffer from a lot of nightmares, like especially kids with nightmares, you can give them California poppy. And it, it does help. I've had that experience with, you know, kids I was huh, I'll be California damned. poppy. But yeah. can they pass drug tests? Uh, I don't know. Good question. Yeah. I'm going to say, <laughs> I, I say no. I, Worth well, looking into. Yeah. Well, because California poppy doesn't have opioids in it, but it has the precursors yeah, that you test for. Yeah, the same. Yeah. 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 It's a, in the same. It's like that Seinfeld episode. Family. With the bagel thing. Remember yeah, the, the poppy, poppy seed bagels? Yeah. yeah. Right. Anyway, well, cool. let's take a break and let's do that. We're going to say we'll know, talk about talk some about, more art. Actually, this whole segment is about art. I want to. Are we going to talk about art? We, <laughs> we are. Talk about more herbs. Can we art. Talk about Art's herb. next segment. So that's what I'm going to talk about. How I'm going to cure cancer with um, 
uh, onions rubbed on my feet. <laughs> okay. So, but I have to take my Birkenstocks off first. So, <laughs> yep. All right, we'll be back with more cartoon casual. <laughs> One, two. Cartoon Casual. Paul stole my thunder. Welcome back. Janie's Tableton. Art Hub, Kingman, Arizona. Janie's Tableton. That's how <laughs> that that's how that Janie's Janie Tableton. Stapleton. <laughs> Janie Stapleton. Roads. Row ads. Roads. Yeah. You're really picking it apart. We did not drop acid on the we, last we uh break. We talked about herbs though. Herbs. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about art. So Hitler was an artist. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was. <laughs> Defend, yeah. defend your uh, choice, life choice. Now go ahead. The, the defend Vienna it. Art Hub. Defend art. Go ahead. Well, he did mostly boring, you know, pic- like uh, landscapes. So. They were kind of yeah, little city scenes. Yeah, really quaint. Yeah, yeah. but he, was that what your uh, was that what your inspiration was Hitler? <laughs> I think it was no. right, Joe. I think her. No, no, no. In, I'm no? not involved in this at all. This is <laughs> this is so ridiculous. Can I we go back to talking about herbs? Got into art school and decided not to go. He was rejected. 
Uh, he was. That's true. Oh, he, oh. shit. <laughs> slapping, just, slapping down you really the slap the Fuhrer, right. the Fuhrer. <laughs> she, yeah. she just punched him right in the balls. That was great. Um, and, like, they, and they still I got accepted and turned it down. He was rejected. So. <laughs> that's so how much like more the, superior she that's is the to most Hitler. Snobby thing I've ever heard in my entire most life. Most artsy. Fuck. I'm a snob. <laughs> yep. I'm better than Hitler. <laughs> but I mean, oh, who isn't? <laughs> Stalin. Ooh. That's who. I'm, yeah, Stalin. If, if you just go by body count alone, Stalin was. I'm. That's oh, it was way sick. up there. I'm reading a book about that. He was way worse for sure. He hated yeah. his own son. Yeah. Have you? Did you? In this book, they touch upon that uh, at all? Like what he said about his I'm son. I'm reading a book about the labor camps, not necessarily oh, Stalin. The gulags. Yeah, the gulags. But like, yeah, no, he was. He was bad. God, you, are, you, are, you like reading dark material. Yes. And, and, yeah. Like I said, one of your favorite shows is uh, Black Mirror. We talked about that off the air. Mm-hmm. Why does it got to be black? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, by the way, I learned what the... Remember I, I told you I assumed that it was about Black Mirror? I, I went a little too deep with that. Remember my definition of Black Mirror, Joe, and why they come up with that? What I thought it was? No. Oh, no. I said because... no. I, you I, were I don't at remember a, specifically, but it was bad. It had to do... No, it wasn't bad. It had to... It was kind of bad. It wasn't racist or anything. No, no, no. I don't mean racist. It was just like it made, it made no, me feel bad. No, it's like bad. you look into a mirror. It's a black reflection. So it's like the bar- worst part of your yes. human being, whatever. Because that's kind of what the show is, really. It's bad. You know, it, cautionary tales of all these different scenarios that happen to the human race and that kind of thing. So, But it's not what it's about. It's about parents are more simplistic. I looked it up. and they Actually, took, it kind of is what it's about. You no, know, it is. But it's not what they said it was named after. Oh, that's what I mean. Oh. It's so, a, a TV when you turn it off. Yeah, yeah. That's what, what a TV or an iPad, you turn it off, and it's like a black reflection because it all has to do with kind of social is it like, media. Most of the shows really are social media or futuristic I, or... I don't know. It's so, tech. Tech. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. you are, you, are you talking about how like when you, you're watching TV and then you turn it off and it's, or whatever screen it is you may yeah, be watching? That right yourself. there. And then you see yourself like, right and, there. and afterwards you're like, what the hell was I watching? Yeah, kind of. Oh, it's, like, it's like watching porn and you're like, this is great. And then afterwards you're like, I'm ashamed. It's that, about that yeah. moment. Yeah. About that <laughs> moment. See, <laughs> Janie knows what's up. Yeah. It's like, about that moment. Like, I can't believe I did that. I can't believe that that made me climax. <laughs> Sorry, Portia. <laughs> This is nothing compared to last week's episode, man. Porsche's like, Dad, this is so inappropriate. And I'm like, Janie had a comment about the list. She oh, goes, you, I've that's got a, right. Speaking of, and she I, said, I, I, I'm going to use her question against her, actually. She said she wanted to add another question fine, to the list, fine. which yeah. was more actually refined, shall we say. It was more, it was not, it was like a more it wasn't like, philosophical uh, question. Do you like anal? <laughs> <laughs> which is what, ha- sorry, Katie, but most of those, like, yeah. the, that she came up with those, man. Katie Wait, was, was that even on the list? Yeah, there's something like anal, yes or no. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I'm fairly safe. It wasn't even like the only way it would be more simplistic in caveman would be anal question mark. But it, anyway. Yeah. So uh, Janie said, hey, I've got a. But, right, it's, but Janie, what is this it? is more philosophical, more reeling it in kind of thing. It was, it was just like, what's your. Your, what, your hard, limit. Your yeah, limit. Like, yeah, what's your like, limit? Like if someone had a fetish, like what is too far for you that you're uh-huh. just not going to cater to? So, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I'm not sure I've reached it yet. How about that for a? <laughs> I'm. I'm not gonna lie. Like that's kind of hot. Like, I mean, <laughs> he's, 50, he's 50, 54 years I'm, old. I'm, I'm not just saying. He's I'm 54 just, and a half years old. Look, I, I haven't killed anybody or any of that kind of stuff. So you know, I, I haven't. That's a limit. Okay. Death would be a limit. Death. <laughs> We have, to back, we have to back it down from there. See what she said is true. Some people will try to take the humorous way 
out without right. answering yeah. the question. Mm-hmm. See, you see, okay, what you did there? Yeah, no, yeah. this is true. Yeah. Okay, I'll, no, I'll be. I can't answer it because I don't exactly because I don't exactly know. What I'm saying is. I don't really know what my limit is. You haven't found it yet. That's the best answer, though. Like, no, it's I haven't true. Found it yet? It's true, and I'm being. But I haven't. Uh, God damn it! I'm getting kind of hot and bothered. Uh, you're, no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> so I don't. I don't mop. really have. I need a mop, please. I mean, one, we talked about also uh, clean up on aisle J. <laughs> oh my! So God. bad. It's so awful. It's oh but but I'm telling you. It's such a good question. No, it, it is. Really, it really is. <laughs> but like, the, the way to answer it, or the way to ask it more, which we can't do right now, we don't have any time. <laughs> yeah, we it, do. Is to ask specific questions. Like, is that, here's a scenario. Is that a limit? Or is that, you know, and then go on and on and on from there. Is that, and you have to have, have So we need lists. to come up with like the like the hierarchy of needs, but in, but we need to come right. up with a but Like 20 or, 20 or 30, how about that? How about that? Never done that. Would you consider this? And again, off the. Off this the, sounds like an interview for a sex slave. Like it's not. A, it's it's it not, not like good. Fifty it's Shades. Like 50 we did that process, didn't they? Fifty Shades of Paul. No, was, no eh. they kind of did that. They kind of had an interview process. I, I don't remember that from the book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I read. I, on I read a four. I read a paragraph of Fifty Shades of Grey, yeah. and I'm like, you're like, oh, what? I can't. Oh, I man. think like it was so embarrassing to walk around the hospital around. What was that 2013 or so? 2012 when that became really popular and I was like I would everybody at the hospital like all the all your unit coordinators your nurses your CNAs everybody doctors didn't matter they were all reading the 50 shades series and I'm oh like I don't bring my porn out to work <laughs> that's what you're doing you're sitting there reading that in front of me I had a great introduction to the 50 shades series oh, was, oh yeah I was in, a, it, so it came out during the Romney Obama like election. Oh right? uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I was in Barnes and Noble, and these teenagers were reading it out loud, but they had substituted the names for Romney. <laughs> that's fucking that's funny absolutely brilliant through this like horrendous scene and i i didn't know what 50 shades was i had no idea so i was just sitting there like you know i could hear them in the other aisle and it was really intense and <laughs> i was so confused and so as soon as they left I, like ran over there to see what on earth what and they it were was doing a giant 50 shades like you know uh display and i was like okay so that's I, how i learned I, that's fine i want yeah. to find out who those people were like brilliant. that's absolutely yeah. brilliant like know, comedic comedic fucking genius yeah. it, is it was really traumatizing it was yeah <laughs> it was, yeah it was a lot yeah, but like, eh, you know, some, you know, somebody yeah. would touch themselves to that. Like, this. <laughs> no, no. My no. hard limit would be presidential porn. I guess that's like my. I, I, I <laughs> presidential porn. I, I had never had any intention to watch a movie, but then I did later because there's this gliding or a flying scene with gliders in there in the movie. It's true that I didn't really even know about. Right. And then some glider people kept posting this on Facebook. As from the Fifty Shades of Grey, I went what? And that's a glider that I actually know a lot about. But then the hangar that they pull the the glider up to has an SR twenty two. Yeah, the, at, the at, same at the, plane that he's at got. the very end. There's a glider in there, but, and there's one yeah. of my my airplane that I own is in this scene. I'm going, hey, that's my life without the billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, and the woman, and, and the, the handcuffs, and the and contracts, the, and then this, and the and the yeah. and the Dakota and the, Johnson, and the and binding, and, and the helicopter, and the hardware, and the. <laughs> The guy didn't even have, he didn't even have like a fat sidekick like you have. Like he didn't even have that. 
<laughs> he, had, he was just by himself. He was a a dude. He was just hanging out. So, but I still never course, for girls. Never, never read the book, and I think don't I, read it. Don't, I think I did don't. watch the movie though after the all the aviation stuff in there. So I thought I'm, I'll watch this movie. So I think I. But did you guys it. watch the sequel? No, no. I, I, I tried to read the book. I made it like literally a page in. And it's it was terrible. Just so bad. The writing is bad. Like I, I'm so okay bad. with smut. Like I'm totally okay yeah. with well written smut. Just the worst. But yeah, the the oh god, the syntax was yeah. terrible. I think Paul. the uh, the uh, so bad. No, I never read it. But I think the I think the uh, sequel movie is on Netflix now. I think. I what? think. Really? I, I think it is. Fifty Shades of what's the next one? Fifty Shades Darker. Darker. I think it's I on Netflix. I shouldn't know that, but I do. I, I shouldn't. <laughs> Pretty sure it's on I'm Netflix. ashamed that I know that. I knew it, but I wasn't going to say it. So. <laughs> you guys are, damn it. <laughs> what? <That's> bullshit. <laughs> she knew it. All right, so, Janie, what's your uh, hard limit? Uh, hard limit. Uh, no, like, I don't want to be put in physical danger. You know, people, like, are into kinky stuff that, like, people can get hurt. Like, tied to the train tracks. Do you mean emotionally yeah, hurt? I'm thinking more like like severe choking, that kind of thing. Like severe, no, not you know. We, <laughs> we let the record state that she, she said, said severe, severe choking. choking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not a little bit of it's called breath play, but it's <laughs> fine. <laughs> also the whole like the daddy that just that word, I yeah. just hate it. Like no. Yeah. No, no, no. I think that the I feel like the only okay, I can't I've never met a woman who was turned on by that. But I know men that are turned on by that, and almost every time those men don't have a daughter. Well, duh. It's yeah. like all sons. They <laughs> yeah. don't have somebody that called them daddy until right. they were like, you know, twenty five years old or something like that. So like they don't have that. That's yeah. a that's a weird. Yeah, it's it weird. It's weird, gross. Right? That it's really it is gross. weird. It's weird. I'm a I'm yeah. a guy. I yeah. just it's no. It's gross. Like if someone it's, was it's into gross. that, I just no. Yeah, call me daddy, and you're like. Done. Yeah. <laughs> like, see you later. Yeah. Uber. Bye. We, we, we spoke about the whole danger part, though, too. Yeah. And, and and Rogan did on one of his podcasts. Maybe you heard that as well. Is like, I did, yeah. Because if you're exploring that that part about being hurt, I mean, you don't know. It's, everybody has different tolerances, too. So that's a razor's edge you're, you're riding. If you're going to be, if someone's really in. <laughs> Joe's looking at me like, and then now Janie's laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay, Joe. All right. Yep. <laughs> Gone. So that's a razor's edge you're riding. And wait, what are you riding? <laughs> razor's edge. <laughs> razor's razor's edge. Razor. <laughs> and you don't really know. You have no idea, right? Because you could act. You could actually really hurt someone because you think that's right. what they're really shooting for. We talked about this, and we that's did. why. Like I, had, I was with that woman when I was. The <laughs> and then you could stop because it was that getting kind of. I yeah. stopped. There was, a, there was minor breath play, but then there was one time where it was taken too far, where her lips turned a little blue, and I didn't realize that what was going on because I was, I was, I was totally inexperienced. I was with a woman who was a few years older than me that was way more experienced sexually, and I had no idea what was going on. And then that scared the shit out of me because I'm just thinking oh, I could go to jail, go to prison, manslaughter charges. Nobody would ever know any better. And I'm right. like, okay, and we're done. Like oh, right. yeah. lights off, tapping out. Vanilla sex at this point. Chili's on Friday <laughs> night. Go to bed by ten. <laughs> I was so scared straight at that point. It was yeah. it, it freaked me out. But what is your hard limit still? No, but <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get down. Wait, wait, wait. You you avoided the question just like no, Paul did. No, 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 no. Let's talk no. about this without talking about it. Okay. And what okay. I mean what I mean is is that but that's part of the interesting fun part, right? When you're with someone to try to figure this stuff out. 
what the limits oh, are. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like because that, it, it slowly kind of gets ramped of up, doesn't yeah. it? Because you're less, how about this? And let's mess around with that. And then at some point, the limit gets to the dangerous level. Mm-hmm. I mean, it can get. So it's like. It, I think it's that stasis. Uh, like you get to that point where like, this is thrilling. It's a little dangerous, but nobody's dying. There's right. no bruises mm-hmm. or anything like that. It's like, I trust this person completely with my life. Okay. I take that back. So let, let's, let me take, <laughs> let me take one step back. So like when you get into, like when I get into a car and Paul's driving, cause Paul's a control freak and he doesn't, he has not driven anywhere. He's the one who drives. That's so, not true. It, it, it kind no, of is true. Though, no, it is a hundred percent true. Oh. I was like, Hey Paul, you want to go downtown? Yeah, cool. Do you want me to pick you up? Sure. Okay. You can drive Miss <laughs> Daisy. It's never like, I, I'll pick you up, man. It's like, no, absolutely not. Anyway. So I'm literally putting my life in his hands. But we don't think about that stuff. It's only when you get into an intimate situation with another person that's like, yeah, I completely trust them. Oh, do you? You totally right. trust them. You don't have any hangups? All right, would you let them tie you up completely naked to a bed? And then people go, oh, I didn't think about it right. like that. So like, when you get into a sexual situation, and even with a committed, trusting relationship, there's always that little tiny, little bit of hang of a hangup. Like, and it... That's sexy. That's All right, so, okay, so you know? let let's see. To a degree, you let's know, say you some tie some up to, to a, a bed, degree, yeah. yeah, and and you really tie them up till they cannot get free unless it's with your help. Yeah, okay? I was raised by a sailor, so they're not getting out. <laughs> okay, like so so <laughs> I also have some soft restraints acquired from the hospital. And then you, if you walk away, or you leave them for a while. You know, Jesus Christ, <laughs> Paul. <laughs> Let's just say you had to go back east to take care of some family business. What, what? the fuck? <laughs> just, I'm kidding. I don't think you are. <laughs> so tell no, us no, more no. about this experience, Paul. Where is she? Is she still tied no, up? No, no, no. What I, what I mean, if you do that, and because part of it is control, and when are you going to get released, and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. You could actually physically leave the room. I mean, there's a point in there where they're going to be freaking out because how long are they going to be gone? I mean, I haven't done exactly what we're, well, I'm not going to say what I've done or done, <laughs> not done. But what I'm saying is there's a limit there. They start, they, they might freak out. At which point is it? Because that's what the safe words are all about. If you listen to them. Yeah. Well, if you listen to them. <laughs> even safe words. No, even safe words are like a, that's still a level of trust. Like it is. You're, you're still. It is. Oh man. That's. <laughs> have you ever talked with Charlie about Oklahoma? The Oklahoma safe word is okay. Oh, I, so I, he was I talking about Oklahoma as a safe word. And I don't even remember the instance he was talking about, but he was describing it to me. I'm like, that's not what I was thinking in Jackass, one of the Jackass movies. They tied the, the one big fat guy. They tied him up and had t- some dominatrix dominatrices. I think is sure. the, the proper plural. Word, the plural of dominatrix. Dominatrix. I dominatrix. <laughs> dominatrix. They, anyway, they, these two women were beating the shit out of him. And they told him they somebody else told him that his safe word was Oklahoma. <laughs> Nobody told them that that was a safe word. So he kept going Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. <laughs> and they had a little counter. Like normally the jackass guys. Like I still think it's brilliant because they weren't hurting anybody but themselves. But it is kind of like dumbass shit. It's still funny. Right, it's still. Funny. So they had a counter of Oklahoma. But they had a counter ding, for ding. Oklahoma, Oklahoma, ting, 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 Oklahoma, Oklahoma. <laughs> Oh God damn it, Oklahoma! And they're like just smacking him with all manner of shit. And then my favorite part was this: he's like Oklahoma, and he's like, "Fuck it, I said my safe word. What's the safe word?" He goes, "Oklahoma." And she goes, "That's not the safe word." And she pulls off her, she like unzips, like sexily, like unzips her tall, it's like huge, like leather boot with he, like a nasty heel on it. Unzips it, pulls it off, and he's like, "What are you gonna do with that?" And she's like, 
what was the safe word? He goes, Oklahoma. And she goes, pow, and just hits him right in the balls <laughs> with her boot after he said what he thought was a safe word. He said, Oklahoma. I think it was over 100 times in like five minutes he oh said Oklahoma. <laughs> so anyway... Safe words. I'm not sure. I'm just. <laughs> could, you could. You could still violate that. There's you still can. level of people trust do. With that. You have to also wonder how many people actually were accidentally killed during super rough sex play. You don't have to wonder that. You fucking weirdo. You don't have to wonder that. I don't wonder that. But now I do. Now I am. <laughs> if, put that I'm, in my I head. assume it's happened. It I has to. You meant like we could Google it. Like that's like. Oh <laughs> yeah, I kind of wonder. Yeah, <laughs> Kevin. Like, where's Kevin? It's like we, a, we, don't, we don't have a we don't have a Jamie. We here. don't have we a have Jamie a, here. But we, Kevin we, may be working with us to do this. It's going to happen at some point. Yeah, to look that up. Like a research assistant. Yeah, yeah. but he was like quickly doing whatever we're talking about, and he would just and you just it and it'll shout it out and like, oh, it was like eighty-five people last year were killed. But I'm sure it has happened. It has to have happened. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I've the, heard stories of it happening, like not like urban legends, like you know, um, people who have met people who you know lost somebody that way. Yeah, like no, like, yeah. Oof. Yeah, well, I mean, weird. there's some high-profile people that have kind of that have died that way. Uh, Michael Hutchins from NXS, the singer for NXS, he died of autoerotic asphyxiation. Which is also come what, to find um, out later on that his like his lover was like there, Ooh. and it was part of yeah. It was, yeah. and they didn't find out until years later. It was years later in like some sort of a confession. That guy ended up going to uh, ended up going to jail for it because he couldn't he couldn't handle the guilt. Who was who was the um, Wax on, wax off, guy. Pat, that's Pat Morita, and he didn't die from that. He died from heart failure. No, you're thinking of the Kung Fu guy. Which is, see, I fucked it up. Damn it. It wasn't, yeah. It Carradine. Wasn't David Carradine. Yeah, David Carradine died like that. Auto asphyxiation. Yeah, auto erotic asphyxiation. Yeah. yeah. He done choked himself out with a boner. So because you can't. You can't. <laughs> Not with his boner. He had, he had an erection at the time. Yeah, I didn't, didn't think that's what you meant. No. I felt like I felt your look, like you're like you need to clarify that. <laughs> but no, it, no, it, no. it's <laughs> like it's like it's like if you're in a, if you're in a fast motorcycles, it's 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 a fucking drug. It's a rush to go faster and faster and, and on the edge of death, if you will. Or certain activities that we all do, sporting things. Some, there are some people that have to be fed this level of adrenaline. And that's what that is, right? The same kind of thing, I assume. You're, uh, yeah, I assume. Not that I've ever done <laughs> no, that. No, is before. that you're getting close to these limits? Not that I ever choke myself with a belt that's <laughs> oh, right upstairs. It's made of hog leather that I got in at, at an Atlanta sex shop. <laughs> Shh, quiet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so so bad. So the limits are. It's an important thing. To, uh, Having a hard limit out. discussion with somebody who, 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 like, if you're ever going to, in, you know, uh, enter into a sexual relationship with having that. Discussion beforehand is typically a good idea. Yeah. Um, have, have you ever not do that, Paul? I'm just going to overstep your bounds. <laughs> no. You so, didn't call someone like a, yo, like, oh, you like dirty talk? Yeah. And then you call her a dirty slut. She's <laughs> like, I can't believe you said that to me. Uh, no. That's you know, like, not happen exactly like the that. The famous Reddit story about dirty, dirty talk. You know how Reddit has like the legendary post? Absolutely. The legendary post. Okay. Yeah. I don't think you know I know the one that. About the dirty talk? Start, start. Oh, I, I might, it might remember. I uh, might remember could, it. You could look it up. It's just this guy who, like, it was, it was in a like ask, you know, ask, ask Reddit. Reddit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, what's the most awkward experience you've had in the bedroom? And this guy said that his girlfriend really liked it 
when people talk dirty to her and he didn't know how to do that. And so, but not specifically dirty, like, like demeaning, you know? Like just really demeaning. And he yeah, called, didn't it, he call her a retard or something? He said, how do you like retard. that? You fucking retard. That's right. I remember <laughs> Oh my now. God. As soon as it, as soon yeah. as you started, he was like, it, I, I knew it. It was like, how do you like that? You fucking retard. <laughs> yeah. And she stopped. She's like, what? Like just mid stroke. Like, I can't believe you did that. Because yeah. he, he was completely inept. He had no idea how to talk dirty to her. So he went so offensive and so terrible. You could have Googled it. He, what, how to talk not, dirty to. That's exactly what a Redditor would do. And, and that, like, honestly, it's like, funny. Oh, man. Yeah. There's so many. Have you, it's one of my favorite Reddit. Have, have you ever seen the, the. Did you read? So it's. I can't even talk about it. It's so bad. Then I probably read it. The guy probably that, so. The guy that had both arms and legs broken and his mom, was, he was like a teenager. Oh, no, I don't think so. Oh, this is bad. <laughs> this is bad. This oh, is man. classic this Reddit. Is above my pay grade. It's <laughs> so. Are you sure we're going to go down this trail? We're going to go down this. I kind of do. Okay. I kind of right. do. All right, go ahead. All right. Because it's worse than the. You like that? You fuck. It's, it, it, long story short, the guy had. He, he, somehow he was, a, he was a teenager and he had both his, like, his arms and his legs broken. And he was completely like in a body cast kind of upper and lower it's like a quad accident or something essentially like yeah but he still had feeling everywhere and he kept getting these boners and he ended up talking his mom into jerking him off what? <laughs> oh, because he just couldn't handle it anymore oh. and people were like i'm done oh. there's like it was so terrible it was just like i i remember reading that whole thing like the whole story and then people kept asking him questions about yeah. it and like you know, what was more twisted than him were the people that were asking questions yeah, about that's their life. How Reddit goes, so like, did she? Know? It is, and then yeah. you see like the, you see the nasty, seedy underbelly of people very quickly. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of nice. It's nice to see a nice cross section of the world. But <laughs> that was a little bit Reddit too much. Is. Yeah, no, I read ugh, ugh, yeah. that was, but it was vile. I was like, oh, I'm gonna read this because I, you know, I get bored, and you do like the top rated. Like filter by top, like the yeah, like the most that. upvoted, yeah. you know. Yeah, three a.m. board. Yeah. yeah, thank you, yeah. absolutely. Yep. So and and read that and that oof, that that one is like the second worst of all so, time. So, Janie, do you prefer watercolors or acrylic paints? <laughs> watercolors for sure. I thought you were gonna say water sports. Like, <laughs> we're not going down this road I'm again, just Paul. Trying to change the topic. Stop talking not to our guest. Like I just thought it'd be funny because she's here about the art, not art hub. Excuse me, Kingman. What is the most? What is the most ridiculous art? Excuse me. The re- most ridiculous visual thing that you've ever seen that was considered art. Oh man, you mean like like personally not famous? You know, like the Mabel not f- Thorpe. Yeah, like not well, maybe crucifix so- in a jar, like Pete Jar of pee. You know what I'm talking about? Like the famous. the crucifix in the urine kind of thing. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. You, you know about they this? Submitted the urine. You know about no, this? No, right? yeah, no, I absolutely don't. No, I'm familiar with Maple Thorpe. He's from yeah. Cincinnati. Like yeah. he's, he's one he's, of your home state. He's considered go a Buckeyes. hero. Yeah, go Buckeyes. <laughs> He's considered a hero in the state, like an artistic hero. Like okay. he has like a star on the hero walk of fame in downtown Columbus. No That's shit. Kind of annoying, but <laughs> it, it is because it was all shot. Like even just yeah. if you look at the photography stuff that he that he did, I mean it was groundbreaking for the mid '60s, right. but it was still just like not. I don't really. know. It was just shock shit. I don't know a lot about him. I just know you know the famous like crucifix. Crucifix in the jar. Like, yeah. I don't know. That's annoying to me. It's like eh, whatever. He, uh, I mean, he used to do like bull whips up his ass, like the whip, like yeah. the like the handle from the bull whip, yeah. like hanging out, and then like pictures of him that's, and poses with like it, like a tail, like yeah. it's just weird. It's like why? That is weird. That's not artistic. That's I mean, that's cool if you're into that, and like if that makes yeah. you feel good. That's cool, but thanks, not yeah. really huge <laughs> like, value added to the community. You're not really, yeah, you're not really adding anything to society when you put a bull whip up your ass. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. 
don't tend to think which so, is but. fine i mean if you, I, you guys i mean you guys can you're more than welcome <laughs> to go out tonight and put a bullwhip up your ass i don't care. i don't know where i'd buy a bullwhip tonight if I had to I mean, buy a I'm bullet. sure I could loan you the one that I put up my ass, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I could purchase a bullwhip. Anyway, town. yes, I mean, at, like that yeah. you've seen personally, yeah, like per, just personally, person. yeah. Um. Because I feel like there's something there. It's oh, just yeah, itching no, there. There is. Uh, of course, these are all my friends, but. Uh, these are all my friends. <laughs> okay, I, I there was this girl that I was at the hippie commune with. And oh, we haven't talked about that. We have that. to get to that before oh, anything yeah, that's happens. The other yeah. one. Anyway, well, she she did this whole series about just being on her period. And she would take like her underwear, put it on a canvas, and then just paint like red streaks all over the place. And then like with hmm. paint? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As opposed to her yeah right blood. yeah exactly uh, um, with, with menstrual blood because i've seen paintings done with menstrual blood before like i thought that, the that's trump, like the trump portraits of trump oh no like, i'm talking like 15 years ago <laughs> like oh. it's like yeah like it's just oh, i can't help you then, just a, no, it's, no it was an art exhibit at, like it's oh, okay. uh, at the bellagio in vegas so it was oh, just weird. like it was all about mm, postmodern feminist something and it wasn't postmodern it was um oh. like early modern feminist art and one of the things was like a well, it was, it was kind of gross but it was i don't know it was uh, it was, it was a, it was a, a copy of a George O'Keefe, but done okay. of period blood. And That's I was like, not original. That would take a, that w- <laughs> it's not original. It's, thank you. It's not original. Yeah, it's and it's not like, it's not like I mean, George O'Keefe already did vaginal art. Like it was very, very feminine. You don't need to make it more feminine. Right. Like it's a, it's, 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 that, it's, un- yeah, that it would take dumb. a while and some technique to harvest period blood. If you're, <laughs> I guess. Leave it to the aeronautical engineer over here. I'm just trying to here. say, Jesus, it, it, Christ. You, know, it would t- you can't just, it doesn't just come out like a faucet. I mean, you've got to. That's where you, you crowdsource it, man. <laughs> crowdsourcing period blood. I mean. <laughs> get a, get the community involved. Oh, wow. <laughs> just saying. Anyway. That's an idea. Fine. So, that so that's, so, what, that's an example. So she, she took her underwear and yeah. put it up. Yeah, like and put painted. it on a canvas and then would paint like some weird abstract thing like coming out of the underwear. Okay. You know, like it just, I guess that wasn't, it's just in person that was one of the weirder things I've seen, especially like the context, like in Appalachia, you know, like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. yeah it was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's fine. But I mean, there's, I guess I can see a couple different angles that, yeah, it's it's pretty like out there and a little jarring. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about that compound. <laughs> The compound, yeah, okay, that's fair. What? Oh, where she was? This was the first. We're talking about no. Anyway, (laughs) no, not the compound. Actually, one of my best friends referred to it as the compound while I was there. So So this was the. So okay, how long were you there? I was there for four months. And this was the first residency you went to. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, the first one that I applied to. When you lived in the Bay Area. Yeah. And and they went to North Carolina. Yeah. Um. I, I heard about it online. I applied, and I, I got there, and I found out after I got there that. It was actually like a hippie commune. Like that's what they called it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they advertised it on their website as like an artist residency. So okay. it was a really weird experience to get out there and be like, what, what do you mean this is a commune? Did they have any photographs representing what it kind of looked like when you got there or not really? You um, know, was it like shocking? A little bit. Okay. Um, it, you know, they had like some pictures, but I don't know. Not, not really enough to give you an idea of what you were getting into. And it wasn't like horrific it was just not a residency it was just yeah. some guy who had a house and in, a beard like we talked about long yeah, hair and a beard yeah in the appalachians that he just 
filled with random people from all over the world and was it predominantly female was he was he creepy like that like he was just yeah, trying to there was yeah. a lot of that i found out yeah. later that he often accepted artists that he thought were attractive and he'd try to arrange threesomes with them um well that's a nice compliment yeah. to you though <laughs> sure. he yeah. accepted yeah, you sweet. as an artist like oh yeah. thanks i was like okay you know whatever <laughs> like I, you know he he wasn't like scary but i did find out that was part of the deal with like he he would kind of hope for that and so it was mostly women not all like there were dudes that would come through it was also an airbnb so there were new people coming through every night it was a really holy weird, crap it was a really weird setup yeah very weird this sounds like a guy who can't afford his property tax I, like yeah, he was probably. willed a bunch of property in a house and then has to figure out how to pay for it i think that might be accurate i you know i don't know you know he also hmm. had this vision uh he, he was a he was a juggler. You know, that's what he did all day. <laughs> <laughs> juggler. You can't make I'm this shit up, people. I'm not making like, this up. No. Long hair and a beard and probably half naked juggling. Yeah, on a unicycle. I saw it. You know? <laughs> I'm not and joking. I saw there it. You've got to be fucking kidding no, me with that. No, this really happened. With like, Birkenstocks? Um, some sort of sandals. Probably uh, Chacos. I don't know. <laughs> hey. I like Chacos. Well, he was wearing them, I'm pretty sure. God damn it. Yeah, I knew it. Maybe that's how I have to get the hippie chicks. Yeah, yeah, Chacos. <laughs> I'm going to start an artist commune. Damn it. Oh, <laughs> learn how to juggle. <laughs> this guy, he could juggle. I already have the Chacos. I just need to learn how to juggle and grow <laughs> what, my hair was out. Was he a good juggler? Like he, he could pick up ran- a good juggler? random <laughs> objects he could just <laughs> pick no, up. No, no, no. He was amazing. He could juggle five balls at once on a unicycle. Okay, that's... He could juggle three apples and eat them, like take bites out of one and like keep going. And then like they'd get smaller and smaller as he kept going. <laughs> like, and so that's had, what he, he did all day besides get high. So he, he had plenty of fiber in his diet. You're I saying so, he was yeah. a good... Yeah. <laughs> he was really... Uh, he was an interesting dude. He also could juggle um, torches. He did that a few times. Okay, that's that's pretty cool. Like I, how about could, chainsaws? He taught chainsaws me how to juggle. Running? That was fun, you know? Yeah. Okay, that's... Uh, Wait, he taught you how to juggle? Yeah, I can juggle. I'm not like great at it. I can't do five. You, you, know, you should walk around the block downtown and just juggle. You well, know, I'm not that good. But oh, yeah. right. I could get that. good. Not with that attitude. Yeah, you yeah, could. I guess with some enough. practice, you could get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I could really reach back to my heritage. <laughs> <laughs> so, my training. So, yeah. so was there much art going on there? Were people no. actually doing art? Were you the? Were you that doing the art thing there? Is, I got there and I was like, okay, I'm ready to do art. And everyone was just smoking weed all day and hunting mushrooms in the woods. Like that's. <laughs> Like what was happening? I think he did smell. Said it kind of smelled bad in the house too. I think if you were yeah, no, it smelled like um yeah, like a dirty kitchen. You know, just kind of like old food and like the whole house was just kind of. My mom came to visit and she walked in, uh, kind of like restrained tears. Oh God! Hotel. I was gonna say, what was your your Um, mom went there? Oh yeah, it was so funny. Like she told me later, she was like, "I hated it that you were there." The good pastor's (laughs) wife. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. I was like, Mom, this is not like, this is not Bible camp. Like, I don't know what these people are doing, but it's Bible not Bible camp. camp. And she came to visit me anyways, and yeah, she didn't stay. But you stayed for four months. Yeah. And did what mainly while you were there? Art. You know, you I, did art. Yeah, you did no, some art. I did art. Yeah, okay. I, I actually cleaned out. They had a barn on the property that was just full of shit, and I cleaned it out, turned it into a studio. It was so cold that my brush would freeze from the water to the painting, like pretty often. So wow. I would be in there with like blankets and a space heater. So during but, the winter time, but what months were you there from? About? Um, I think uh, it's probably August, August, September, probably September to December. I don't know. So the first. The end of the year. You know, I left in December, like right before Christmas. So by the time you got everything cleaned out and started painting, it was too cold to paint, really. Yeah, it was really cold. But I I was determined to get together. Oops, sorry. Yeah. I was determined to get together like a a portfolio of some kind to apply to more like actual residencies. So Mm -hmm. I just, I was going to use that time or die trying. 
Um, and, you know, it worked out. So. And that's where you went from there to Kingman. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Which is probably a big, huge welcome when you came to Kingman. Yeah, they had a heating system. It was great. Yeah, it was you know? <laughs> Indoor toilets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, in the, the shower, the, this place, it was so weird. Whenever someone took a shower, the entire bathroom would flood with like two inches of water. Oh, my and God. It would stay that way for like a oh day. Oh, my God. It was so, it was bad. really bad. That's, that's, un, that's not it's even all hippie. It's the worst hippie commune I've ever heard sucked. of. Like yeah. that, <laughs> that, that's, it doesn't not, sound like a hippie commune. You know what it sounds like? A bunch of assholes. Yeah, no. That's it what was, it sounds like. It was shitty. I, like, I can see where some hippie stuff would be kind of fun. You know what I mean? That's not hippie fun. Well, that's that's unhealthy, gross yeah, shit. Right. The, the good part of it, there were some good parts. Um, there were some really talented musicians there. So every mm-hmm. night it was just like a live music show. Like really good. Okay. It was really fun. I met some really, really awesome people there. So it wasn't like the entire group there was just this horrifying mess. But the the general setup was just weird. And there was a lot of stuff going on that was really hard to be there for, you know. Yeah. Yeah. There you have it. Yeah, there. Oof. What was your what, living combinations like? Did you have your own? Oh yeah, that's the... yeah. I had my own room, um, really? so it was, a, it was we had private rooms <clears throat> and then a shared kitchen and stuff. And the kitchen was just it was oh God, it was set up for a small family of two or three, maybe not like ten people, you know, mm-hmm. trying minimum. There were always at least like ten people around, and then Airbnb beers. It was a mess. No one ever did dishes. It was how, a nightmare. <clears throat> how many people would you say that were living there any one given time? Um, worst case. Probably between like eight to twelve on average. I, you know, I don't know. I'd have to really think about it. Sometimes okay. there were not very many, like maybe five. But still, it was a. I think it was a five or six bedroom house, and then there was a cabin on the property, and then it's another cabin that the guy who ran it lived in. Um, and he kept everything full, so there was there were a lot of people. His around. sex dungeon. Yeah. Yes, basically. His hippie sex dungeon. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. No, it was it, it was a weird it, setup. It sounds like an experience, though. I mean, it was. you wouldn't want to do it again, but you're probably like, oh, that was something I could talk about the rest of my life. Yeah. I mean, like I've, I, you know, I'd if I was passing through again, I'd stop by and say hi. You know, it wasn't mm-hmm. like I got out of there and I just couldn't wait to leave. But I was definitely ready. Originally, to I was I had I had visions of it being like a David Koresh kind of like a. Like a hippie Jesus cult kind of thing. No, no. Like that it was going to be like that. But it was more, it sounds like it was just kind of. Mayhem. Mayhem and, and like maybe the guy had good intentions. Like he had good intentions to try and have artists there. And you were just like the first one. Um, and it wasn't organized at all. Or yeah. maybe he was just trying to nail young girls. And that's I think it. it was all of the above. Yeah. yeah. You know. Oh, fair enough. You know, and it was, it was a weird he was really the guy who ran it was pretty intense, intensely manipulative. Like a lot of things came out that I was just not okay with. Um, there were usually I found out later, like right before I left, there were a lot of drugs on the property, like heroin and like you know, really bad drugs. Yeah, yeah. I found out because someone actually started like had an experience where they were turning green and couldn't breathe, and they came and got me because I was the herbalist. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like. That's how I found out there were drugs on the property. You were you know? the medicine man. Wow. Medicine yeah. woman. You're and like, they, well, you need to go out in the woods and you need to find what's called Wolfsbane, also known yeah. as Narcan. <laughs> right. Get some Narcan. Yeah, just go eat dirt. You'll be fine. How did this fine. end up? How did this Mr. Guy turn um, blue? Yeah, I don't go know. Go to the hospital? I, or do you remember? No, I, I, they didn't want to go to the hospital because they had already been that year for drugs and they didn't want to do that again here they are here uh, they come off the mountains again yeah pretty much yeah uh, they i i actually gave them i had a jar of activated charcoal which is you know one of the things they'll give you if you're poisoned mm-hmm. but i was like you really need to go to the hospital but if you refuse to just down this i don't know what else to do for you and apparently he was fine but it, you know it was not a great 
Mm. It was weird. That's a bad situation. It was. And and like the girl who came to got me came to get me was like clearly high off something that was really bad and I didn't know what it, what was going on. And it was only after talking to her for a few minutes that I realized like someone was having an overdose of some kind and it was that was kind of the moment when I was like, I need to get out of here. Like this is not okay. Like, I'm surprised you lasted four months. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty That's persistent. a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm stubborn. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. There's a certain level of resilience, I guess. It, damn. Wow. Well, let's take a break and close this out. I'll take a break and then come back for a quick final segment. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Come back for a quickie. Is that what you said? No, a quick final segment. Oh, Jesus. Like okay. All right. <laughs> listen, listen to music. Yes. 
And we're back, Cartoon Casual. We learned that Janie Stapleton is a Holocaust denier. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm Jewish. Oh, that's what we got. Did we not get out of that? Are you Jewish, really? Yes. Oh, we didn't even know that. Well, that makes it even worse. I can't, <laughs> I can't believe you're a Holocaust denier. I don't even oh know God. where that came from, Paul. <laughs> Jesus, know. my ears are hot. That's so goddamn terrible. Is your mother from. Jewish? Yes. Oh, because you, you really are Jewish. Yes. So you can go back yeah. to Israel and whatnot. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, no shit. You haven't done that yet. L'chaim. I've been to Israel, yes. But hey, really? Yeah. Did you work on a kibbutz? No, my dad did when, you know, before my parents got together, but yeah. Well, so your mother, excuse me, your father Wait. is not Jewish? No, he just went to Israel to okay. check it out. Okay. See, and I, I had an opportunity to do that. I, my dad's best friend, Stanley, Stanley Taubman. <laughs> just about as Jewish as they come. He was going to sponsor me right after I graduated high school to go and work on a kibbutz for a couple Very of years. Cool. He thought it would be good for me to experience that. And I just, I'm like, I just kind of want to smoke pot and knock up my girlfriend, which is exactly what I did. And <laughs> I, I, had I, goals. I, I, kinda, you know, I had goals and I accomplished them. <laughs> oh man. But I just think that would have been a, that would have been a really cool experience. Not that I couldn't just go there right now. Cause I think you can go and just show up and work on a kibbutz. Like, Joey, I, would, I think no. I don't know. You you never wanted to do that? Uh, I don't know. I never really thought about it. Yeah, I don't really like working, so <laughs> not really all about work. So <laughs> your brutal honesty it just astounds me. I love it. Yeah. I don't like really a, like to work or like do things. That's like an office space yeah. where they ask him what he's going to do. I, I'm going to quit my job. But what about your, what about your bills? Gonna, yeah, I'm not going to pay. Them I don't either. like those either. <laughs> I don't really like those either. <laughs> I'm not going to pay him. I don't know, just like hard work outside. It doesn't matter if it's in Israel or here. It just doesn't sound good. So you it's, wouldn't have done well in a, in a work camp. You wouldn't have done. No, no. I would have been the <laughs> just first Just trying to bring that back around. <laughs> Man, horrible. Joe, we never, we never talked about bringing a Jewish person on the show. Why do you have to say Jewish person? <laughs> person of Jewish faith. I'm not of Jewish faith. You're not of Jewish, Jewish faith. DNA. Yes, yes, heritage. Got it. I understand yeah. this difference. Yeah, Russian Jew. So. Oh. Really? Yes. I think that... Um, Even cooler. Yeah. <laughs> I think that, not that you're a fan of hers, uh, Ayn Rand was a Russian Jew. Yeah, I've read I all think. her books. Yeah, she's a Russian Jew, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Talk I about a so. hard read. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. I read them all. It was intense. I read most of them. Were you forced to because of your heritage? Or, no. <laughs> <you know? laughs> no, no. I, I just, she got so much shit, you know, when I was in school. Everyone was always talking about how terrible she was. So I was oh, like, oh, yeah. all right, do tell. So I read all her books and, and she was terrible, so... I, I, and she was, and, and sources have been confirmed. She I is really actually terrible. terrible. Liked the Fountainhead, one of my favorite books. The rest of them there was tough. a there was a made to movie. I have a DVD actually. With, uh, Gary, what's yeah, Gary, yeah, uh, Gary, the old actor. Yeah, black and white Gary. Joe, just think of some old. He was in um, what's that? Gary Johnson. No, oh my God, no, he was in that movie about the sniper too. Oh my God! Gary Busey? No. How old? Older. Black oh. and white movies. Like black oh, and white. oh 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 oh! Uh, he was one of the main dudes. He was also in. Oh my God, um, this is gonna drive me crazy. Oh, uh, it's driving me nuts too right now. Gary Cooper. Thank you. Yes. Gary, you guys Cooper. feel better now? Yep. Yes, I do. Oh, yeah. I no, do. I felt the tension lift. Thank you. Yeah. So so here's my confession. I feel like a total uh, ignorant dipshit. Uh-huh. I've never read any Ayn Rand. I don't know much about her, and I don't know anything. I, I literally don't know anything about her books. She has rape fantasies, for sure. First thing to is know. Is she still alive? She is she single? <laughs> no, she died, I think, about 20 years ago. Oh, damn it. Yeah, 20, yeah, 25 yeah. years ago. 
Yeah, no, she's a uh, she's interesting. Why did you say that she has rape <laughs> fantasies? Like, is that part of the? It's so obvious in her books. It's weird. Am I wrong? She wants to be books? kind of yeah. She's like the uh, if it's the the heroine. If she would portray herself in there, you know, she would be dominated by by some of the protagonists yeah. of, the, of the books. Yeah, it's a theme. It shows up. Yeah, a lot. it's kind it's of really weird. Actually. It's pretty consistent. Okay. Yeah. Although she she's a very powerful. Like if she were to be portraying herself, whatever. In the, in the book, she would be a very powerful businesswoman, but at the same time, very uh, submissive. You mean like every CEO out there that like pays for a dominator, dominator to like beat the shove and step on his balls? Like in yes, power, exactly. in power all the time, but behind closed doors, loves to be dominated? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. Okay. Yeah, sure. And it's like what are these books about? Capitalism. They're awesome. Sort of, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's like, like, demonizing capitalism or no, 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 no. Uh, okay um and the problem with, is this is that they're portrayed into and i actually did like i liked atlas shrugged years i was in college yeah, first it's time a good it's really good it's enjoyable but the problem is like with capitalism or communism whatever they've all got some serious achilles heels yeah. and, and that's not really covered or discussed or figured out or rectified and that's one of the problems it just kind of oh. has it up in a this is the way capitalism is, this is the way it is it's gonna make the world be fantastic if we were to do all this pure way but it just doesn't work that way neither does socialism or communism right. sounds good too like if every from each according to their ability to each of their needs okay that sounds interesting possibility but right. eventually it doesn't work out very well either they're all kind of fucked up in their own way yeah I, so i thought ayn rand i really really enjoyed it and then i remember after reading you know pretty much all all her novels i stepped back and i realized there were no kids in any of the books that's true zero and it's because she has zero altruism anywhere in her yeah, that, that's correct. And, yeah. and that kind of like her worldview is really well represented. And like it works unless you want to actually like be nice, you know, <laughs> like the, be a parent, be, the, you know. There are some yeah. really fascinating interviews with her, though, that are black and white. I think Dan Rather, if you go on. Uh, I probably watched him. Yeah, if you go on yeah. YouTube and check some Dan Rather interviews, Ayn Rand stuff. I mean, she has some very powerful, quick points that are interesting to hear. Yeah. It's like. Oh wow, that's kind of interesting the way she phrased that or put that or made you think about this. No, was she, really, yeah. really interesting. Yeah. Was she a, yeah. a, she's a writer, smart. a writer by trade, or was yeah. she a, a and a philosopher? She also okay. kind of like made her name. She wrote it's uh, objectivism. That's what she philosophy. calls it. Yeah, okay. and she escaped. Uh, they escaped Russia. I think that yes. her family did. Yeah. yeah, her family had been one of the like the bourgeois. You know, like wouldn't have they were kind of you know demonized in the whole revolution, and so her family left. Um, and she, but she saw Soviet Russia like kind of you know, Na- nasty the way it was. Yeah, that's what um, We the Living is about. Yeah. Her first novel. It's yeah. sort of like an autobiography, and it's really good. And and that's why they um, that's why her perspective comes from though because she came from that part of Soviet Union, mm-hmm. which was completely socialistic and fucked up in its own with all this weird shit. So now she came to America. Now this represents total freedom and capitalism, and and that's why her books have that perspective and really holds it up in the highest possible regard. Mm-hmm. I can see that if you come from where she came from, now right. she's quote free in America. Yeah. She used to bang Alan Greenspan as far as I know. Remember the <laughs> former former uh, Fed, uh, Fed chairman, Alan Greenspan? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think, <laughs> think they were knocking boots. All right, good to know. <laughs> she yeah. used to bang Alan Greenspan. <laughs> former Fed chairman, Alan Greenspan. Oh, uh, so now what I, knowing what I, the very brief little uh, bio that you guys gave me on Ayn Rand, I think it's great that she was banging Alan Greenspan. Yeah. 
on a bed of like greenbacks. <laughs> well, what I'm like, sure I like bet a, you like a there's bed, like the no bed of, doubt. Remember the bed of money, like the pallet full of money and Breaking Bad. I bet bed? you anything they did. Yeah. That's, they're just yeah. like eh, eh, Atlas up. Shrugged. Eh. <laughs> I'm sure they I'll did. Give, I got a Fountainhead for you. Like that's yeah. just oh. fucking. I'm sure they, I went there. I'm sure, I did. I'm sure they did that. Now the Fountainhead was interesting though because it was about an architect who had his his uh his set standards. He was not going to compromise his design ethic, shall we say, on what he wanted to build or or design. And he got poor enough from this whole thing that he had to work in a quarry for a while just to be a manual laborer because he was not going to acquiesce to society's thought of what a beautiful building was. He said, fuck you, I'm going to do what I want to do. And held to his convictions all the way through and then finally was kind of the hero in the end for designing all these fantastic buildings and things like that. So it was, it's kind of a cool concept right because yeah. you said you like the fountainhead i love it i think it's really interesting i think it, it's a really good study of like i don't know it sounds so weird but like exceptionalism and mediocrity you know mm-hmm. that's kind of the whole idea mm-hmm. and the idea of of pursuing what you really want instead of what society thinks you should want yes um yeah. and i think she presents a lot of really good ideas you yeah. know it's also kind of melodramatic and weird like most of her stories it but, is yeah you know it's a lot of good things to think about yeah so so but then a lot of, it got demonized quite heavily because it was all um, considered selfish stuff, which it kind of is. Yeah. You know, you do for yourself. Well, she wrote a book called The Virtue, the Virtue of, of Selfishness. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. But if you read that title, you go, well, fuck her. But then if you start reading it, it's not quite what people think it is either. Right. It's not. Um, I don't know if I, to- I don't totally agree with it. But no, it's I don't. Not right I don't either. Out of the gate, it's not. It's it, not like yeah. it sounds, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, it's virtue, you know, being selfish is virtue. That's not what it means. It, 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 it has to be, it's laid out in such a way and you hear it and you listen to it and you go, okay, I understand what she's, where she's going with this, it's what like, that means. It's being, if I, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong. It's, it's the idea of holding true to who you are above all else yes. and not really compromising on that. Uh, who she was, was kind of a raging asshole in the end, but you know, yeah. <laughs> that's what, you know, yeah. it's. It's, um, I don't know. I obviously, I, I, I'm a big admirer of a lot of her work, but I'm aware that she was kind of a venomous person. In oh, yeah. And again, it, it came from where her, where she came from and stuff yeah. too, and how it was and how she, why she latched onto capitalism in the highest, you know, and she was atheist too. At, mm-hmm. at very staunch. Point. Very, yeah. very staunch. Yeah. So, because mm-hmm. there's all this imaginary God kind of person they would whatever you have to kind of you don't have to do anything Joe I was gonna say you have to read her stuff but you don't have to at all oh I'm gonna have to now because yeah. this is the dumbest I've felt in probably 10 years no, <laughs> I you, listened and to I'm it. not even fucking joking right now yeah dead dead serious like, I, I'm like one of her I wonder shortest, if I can read it all by 6 a.m. like I wonder if I can pull that off uh, not with Atlas Shrug you won't because <laughs> no. that's that's like the longest book. book I've ever read in my entire life. Is it longer than Stephen King's? It's like eleven hundred pages with a little about paper. The same. I would say it it's is. Comparable. Plus, it's tiny yeah. print also, yeah. so it's. I listened um, to it on audiobook, and it took me like three months. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a hell of a long book. Yeah. I would say the Fountainhead is much shorter and still mm-hmm. kind of goes with her philosophy. So that would be. I read that in a couple of days. Yeah, that yeah. would be an easier thing to read, Joe. Mm-hmm. So, Art Hub. Yes, Art Hub. Yeah. <laughs> we have to finish out with. Discussing that and right. summing it up, right, Joe? Yeah, uh, that's fine. I'm I'm just an idiot over here. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> Never Look, read sound- any Ayn Rand. <laughs> now, now I know it sounds like to be me. You feel like to be me because all this other shit that you know that I don't know anything. I'm about. like, I I think I downloaded the movie one time, but I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Movies aren't very good. Don't worry. About no, it. no. Not. I've heard. I've yeah. heard. I've I actually heard. own all three of them, and the first one I thought was okay, and then the next two, whatever. You know that um, 
who is the Magna PI, Tom Selleck. Mm-hmm. He wanted to do uh, Atlas Shrugged. Oh, really? Yeah, years ago and try to get it going. It could be Weird. a good like sci-fi. I think it would be a good Netflix original thing. Cause, I agree. You know, the, the, it's, not, it's too long to be a movie. It needs to be a full, you know. And I will bet you anything that somebody will do it again. I it, think it's, so. it's not going to just die where it did with the other shitty three know, movies though, that like, were done. My generation, at least, really hates that book. I know. Like, deeply. I know. Which I think is a colossal error. So it may take a little while. Yeah. They shouldn't hate it as much. They should just read it and go, oh, okay, I see where she's coming from, but I don't really believe all of it, so. Yeah. Again, just dismissing that one thing without getting into the details of why that person did that. It's like Chappelle saying, just calling somebody crazy and then moving along is dismissive. It's not good. It's not healthy. Right. That's what I mean by colossal mistake. Yeah. I just, I really don't agree with just dismissing an entire person's work without looking at it. You know, just assuming that you can do that wisely. I don't know. There's something about that that kind of makes my skin crawl. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. It's like, it's, it's kind of the same as burning books. Like it, it really is. You're kind of just throwing that out and going, nah, that's horrible. Right. Well, is it horrible or is it thought provoking? Right. Or has, have literally millions of people read this right. and, 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 and really gleaned something them. from it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Clearly it's not going to be that much of a piece of shit because it impacted people. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I have a question for you. Yes. This is one of those, uh, 11th grade art teacher questions. Oh man. Okay. What is art? To you. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, I don't know. It's a cheesy, cliche, cheese ball no, question, but it's oh important. That's a rabbit hole. I've thought about it a lot. I think that art is, um, oh, my God. This is just, we're, we're about to go down such an esoteric rabbit hole, but here we go. Uh, I think that art represents your philosophy in a lot of way, in a lot of ways. And for me, I think that it's the pursuit of, like, what is true and what is beautiful. Because um, I think that without the pursuit of truth, like you're, you're always going to be stuck in your own head and in your own desires. So what's what's outside yourself? What's bigger than you? And for me, that's what good art does: is it takes you outside yourself and it starts asking questions bigger than than you. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense, and that's not esoteric yeah. in any way, shape, or form. Okay, that's, good. Yeah, <laughs> that you just summed up the universal truth of uh, humanity right there, and that that was all that right. was absolutely beautiful. Oh, that's all you. I got to know. Yeah. The universal truth of humanity. That was it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that, we've arrived. Yeah, thank. Uh. We just solved that. <laughs> yeah, no, that was right great. here. Yeah, I don't. I don't love. That's why I don't love the the modern art. You know, not always. Some of it's really beautiful, but I. I think. Oh that yeah, we were going to touch on that. Like we had to leave that alone on the uh, clean the yeah. cl- part one no, of the the, I mean, the clean we part. We can still leave it alone. I don't know. I just. I I don't like art that short circuits the pursuit of something bigger i don't like it when it's you know self me like it turns inward on the artist if that makes sense you know i I really i think that a lot of modern art is this kind of like self-obsessive thing instead of like if you start going back in art it's not like i love the old byzantine art you know it's dark and weird but they were reaching for something bigger than themselves you know through religion but I think that that tradition with art, not necessarily religious, obviously, but just reaching outside yourself for something more is... As opposed to constantly dwelling on the inside, which doesn't right. help anybody else. Yeah. If you're, if you're, you, I don't you know. look at yeah. a, it, well, if you, okay, yeah. so you take the cliche of like in a movie or TV show, whatever, looking there, they're walking, the couple, you got a couple that's walking through a uh, museum and they go, oh, wow, this piece really gives you a... A glimpse into their inner soul. Yeah, I don't really want that. Right. I want to. Yeah. I want to connect with that person. Yeah. That doesn't help me connect. 
a pile what, what did you say a pile of underwear yeah <laughs> it was uh, one that you referenced before it was like yeah. a pile of underwear right. like that doesn't help me connect with them yeah i mean it's, that dolly the one we talked yeah. about that did, did was that on the last week's podcast i think it was yeah um dolly dolly i i Sourdough Dolly. Well, we went to. Uh, I think she knows who Dolly is. You don't yeah. have to say. No, that's what you're talking about. Not Dolly Parton. It wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> Fair enough. It wasn't Dolly Parton. Uh, I'm tired enough that I actually was thinking Dolly Parton. So I'm glad you said. Or it. Dolly Madison. God damn. Or fine, Dolly fine Madison. Okay. Sal- Salvador, Salvador Dolly. Yes, yeah, yes, you know Salvador Dolly yes. with the the mustache. Yeah, okay. I, some of his paintings are pretty epic. You know, they're fun to look at. You know, he, yeah, absolutely. But but then like you kind of have to look again a little bit deeper, and it kind of yeah. and then you go, wow, that really that that grabbed me and it was i went to the there's like three dolly museums in the world two are of they? them two of them are in europe and oh, one of them's in tampa that. florida oh my god that's it's great. it's <laughs> weird well it was the great like the the largest collection of salvador dolly um art in any way sh- like in anywhere is in tampa and it was oh, these t- this couple there was a rich couple from cleveland that cut co- that collected for like 30 or 40 years yeah. all this you know artwork and then they moved they retired to florida Weird. And then started their own museum. So the Dolly Museum is it was a, shocking. <laughs> Somebody from back east went to Florida to retire. Crazy. It's weird. Do they have like the melting clocks? Like absolutely. Where, where's that one? That that, that the Tampa? okay. So there's two melting the melting clocks. It's yeah. the the one of them is the uh, oh god. It's the uh, illusion of time is the original one. The really and, famous one. On yeah, that's the, the really cards, famous one. Right. right. And then there's another one that was done that was like the, the the new illusion of time, which is like added more clocks and more other things to it, but it's the same theme. Okay. And it's only about this big, and that one's in Tampa. Okay. That, it's it's pretty neat. But yeah. the the one the most epic one, the what I was gonna the one I was gonna bring up is called uh, the Conquest of the Americas. Oh, I've seen that. Um, yeah. It, With the three, the Nina Pinta and the Santa Maria. Yes, yes. Have you seen it up close? No, no. If you get up close, it's just made up of little tiny uh, Native American bodies. Oh. It was what the real conquest of the Americas was. These wow. was was all with all these people. Yeah, yeah. And and it like that. That's intense. There's and if you go there, if like and it, it it's it's an an enormous piece. It's like, I want to say it's like sixteen by twelve or something like. It's right. fucking enormous, right? So you walk up to it and go, oh, oh shit, this is not melting clocks. I don't even know what the hell this is. So I'm reading little things like da da da, and then like you have a little plaque kind of thing that tells you what it is. Right. And and what it was is Dolly was commissioned by Franco, the what is it, the you know Spanish dictator, and it was the inside joke. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. And um, Franco said, "I want you to show what the Spanish have done, and we conquered the Americas." Da 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 da. da. Well, I want you to paint this. So he did, but he knew what really happened. Okay. And what really happened was it was, you know, the Americas were conquered by Spain on the, you know, the, all these natives that died. Right. So he painted this giant epic painting. And then you get, then you go and look at it and from 20 feet away, you go, this is one of the greatest paintings that's ever existed. Right. And then you, get, and then there's, instead of it normally being roped off, there's this little spot where you can walk up two feet from it yeah and then you can get in there and you see these little like half inch high like Holy figures shit. painted in there yeah. yeah and it took him like 14 years or something to do I it. Didn't know that about it was that so amazing yeah. so amazing and i guess the story yeah. goes of franco doesn't even didn't even know about franco this. had he never no ever saw this no idea and never even commented on it, it was wow. like it was dolly's life so fuck you you piece yeah. of shit like oh, that's, that's why i don't live in spain anymore because of you huh. but uh yeah like that 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 makes me feel something right 
And that's not, I'm not looking for insight into like the personal, the look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me art. If I want right. that, then I will, I'll watch TV. Right. <laughs> no, that's, uh, was right. it, uh, no. uh, Dustin Hoffman was sitting at dinner with P- Peter Sellers uh-huh. in the like late 60s. And, uh, and he said, you know, sir, I have to ask you, like, how, why, why do we do what we do? And Peter Sellers leaned in and goes, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. That's why, that's why actors do that because they want to. So, so yeah. that I've always thought was brilliant. So then oh, when you so talk great. about visual artists, like, uh, like modern art, like, yeah. like you're talking about, it's like, I don't want to look at your Instagram selfies. It's kind of the same thing. It's right. just in, sometimes in sculpture it's, form. It's a little weird. I, I mean, I went to a modern art museum one time and I kind of. It kind of got some of it in person. You know, it's really spectacular. Like, like I remember there was this one painting I had seen before, and it was just a, a yellow square. And I was like, well, this is dumb in my in my book. And then I saw it in person, and it was a handmade canvas that was two stories tall, painted yellow by hand. Oh, wow. That was kind of cool to see in okay. person. You all know right. what I mean? So yeah. it's, it's not like I think modern art is all garbage. It's just... Certain things. Like, some certain yeah. things are just thrown... Yeah, they're really just bloviated about. I guess is the best way to put it. It's like, oh, did you see this? And they're like, no. But did you see Jean Michel like Basquiat's? Like, <laughs> did you see this that he did with spray paint and like stuff that he found on the street because he was fucking homeless? Right. That is beautiful. Right. Yeah. But then like you're like, oh, look at this pile of trash. Yeah. <laughs> that guy was homeless too. That's right. A, but that's a pile of trash. Right. I, it didn't make me feel anything except for rage at the fact that somebody paid $20,000 for it to put it in their house. What, right, what's right. really interesting to me is that there's some pieces of modern art. The High Museum had a lot of modern art stuff that would come through there on tour, if you will. And some of it, um, a lot of it, you just kind of, oh, I don't, but I'll give at least a few moments standing of in front course. of it and look yeah, at it and try to give it like it's, it's a, But some of it is, that's interesting, that's completely abstract. Mm-hmm. And some of it you look at and go, I really like this. And then I try to figure out why, you know, again, we talked about this, I think, in one of the shows, but some of it just like, nah, 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 I like that one, you know, and you don't really know what the fuck's going on in your head, why you like this, the composition, this exact color, the, how it brings a little tension because it's a little bit off center, maybe, you know, right. or what all this other shit, but you, you don't really, you can't really figure it out. If you can't put your finger on it and it made yeah. you feel something, I'd say that that's yeah. pretty good art. Yeah. For, yeah. Your, for yourself, for yourself. There was a, a book that I read last year. I actually found it down at Beale Street Brews. You know, they have that, that free lending library. Yeah. And someone dropped it off, and it was called Why Beauty is Truth. And it was actually a book about math, like the, um, you know, what's that thing, the Fibonacci circle? Oh, the, yeah, uh, the Fibonacci sequence, but the golden yeah, ratio. Yeah, yeah the, the golden, golden ratio. ratio. And yeah. I, mean, I didn't get most of it. I'm not a mathematician, but I read it, and it was about pursuing truth as beauty and how you know mathematicians and artists are actually kind of on the same page and in terms of like i don't know like extrapolating out reality and trying to make something beautiful by studying it if that makes sense absolutely well it's it's two different ways of telling the same story yeah and when artists stray from that i lose interest Oh, I love that. Oh, that's a great way to put it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't care about you. I don't care what you have to say. Like, what are you, what are you, are you saying anything? Are you building or are you breaking things apart just because you feel like it? Like, what's, what's happening? Um, but I'm pretty narrow-minded in the art world, I guess. So I, <laughs> I don't know. You know. <laughs> there was a... I love that you recognize that about yourself, oh, though. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I like, like ah, I don't really like that shit. Yeah. Uh, what, Picasso? He's a prick. Yeah. I don't like <laughs> it. Uh, no. Like, I don't really like Picasso. You know what I like? <laughs> I like Salvador Dali's early years, and that's it. My favorite artist is Bill Watterson. So, 
Bill. A woman Watterson. after my own heart. I, I, I love. I, I, you know, familiar with Bill Watterson? No, nope, I'm not actually. Calvin, Calvin Hobbes. Hobbes. Yeah, oh, Calvin Hobbes. okay. okay. He's, from, he's from Cleveland. Holla. He was so good. I mean, he is. He's still alive. But yeah. when, you know, when he was making art, like, if you know how to draw and you're looking at his work, he's really good. You know, he's not just a cartoonist. He was a really good artist. He could evoke emotion, yeah, but with body language, not right. trying to do facial expressions, which I'm not an artist, but I know for a fact that that is difficult to do if you are an artist. It is. You know, it's, I just love, as a kid, I read those things religiously. And, you know, now it's looking back, it's like, I know why. It's like he just, they're, they're really beautiful to look at. And then they're also funny and they're smart and they're interesting. And to me, it's like if you're not doing that sort of thing as an artist, not like you need to do comics, obviously, but if you're not making something beautiful and smart and interesting, like what, what are you doing? And yeah. he pushed <laughs> like, the limits too Yeah. of all sorts of stuff, like with um, like dark humor, like the snowman, yeah, all the, Cal- the Calvin and snowman yeah. stuff. That for Like did you ever – do you remember the Calvin – Snowman he, he, House of Horrors, right? Snowman House of Horrors, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because it was, if you read if you read them, because oh, I'm old as fuck, but Calvin and Hobbes hit right, like when they, when he started, it was like 88, 88 to okay. 99, I think. I think it was like 11 years he did it. And then it was like, all right, I'm done. Yeah. That was about the time I was like seven to like 18. Yeah. Like it was perfect. Formative years. The, my yeah. formative years, yeah. the times where I don't, I don't give a shit about the newspaper, but I want to read the comics. Like I would wait page yeah. two or three or whatever. I want to read the comics, but every winter he would there. There would be Calvin was just like this messed up little kid, yeah. <laughs> and he would like he would. <laughs> the fact that it matter is Bill Watterson was able to get away with putting things into the newspaper, yeah, into daily syndication that I that only Gary Larson might yeah. have been able to do, They're maybe dark. or Doonesbury. They're really, yeah, Doonesbury. Doonesbury was another one. Yeah. one. Yeah. Um, but they were super dark for yeah. what should be read by kids, like these snowmen dressed up as like. They didn't call him Nazis, but they were foot soldiers, and right. like he was marching, he like had a stick that looked like a rifle, and he was yeah. marching around, telling, giving them their marching orders. I know. Or like, uh, the there's there's one that he put like he built these snowmen at the base of a sledding hill, and it he built the a couple of the snowmen that had gotten looked like they had gotten run over, yeah. and they were missing <laughs> limbs, and like one had a yeah. head bashed in. Right. This is this is a kid's comic, man. Yeah. Yeah. It was so it was so good. Yeah, he. Did you see the documentary? Oh, I watched um, it like yeah, twice. It? It was, I did watch it. it I was, can't think of what it was called. He. It was like framed or something. Some, like Some something yeah, like it that. Was, it was a net. It was on Netflix. He. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It, and I actually that was one of the first things that I ever, um, like, put money toward for a Kickstarter. Oh, like really? that was one of the you very were, first things. Yeah. It? yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That was a great, I, yeah, like yeah. maybe twenty bucks or something like that. But yeah. just because I love Bill Watterson, I love the fact that he also like he never sold rights. I know. Yeah. To, to to do to commercialize anything ever yeah. like you can buy his stuff his cartoons you can mm-hmm. you or the comics you can buy them that's it and you can buy them and that's it yeah. there's no like the the most sold thing on Etsy in the history of Etsy are um handmade like hand stitched um hobs really yeah oh, I didn't know absolutely that. yeah that, oh, because that's, that's the only great. place you can buy them yeah yeah unless you make them yourself you know right. what I mean yeah so like I mm. I've seen patterns on Reddit you know people oh of course out. yeah I don't know I have such a like ridic- like ridiculous purist that I can't do that knowing that he wouldn't like it you know? that, that he would especially <laughs> he's so like dumb. a notorious shut in yeah, like he doesn't like, grant interviews deal. and yeah I've just, actually God this is so creepy I've actually emailed his his old agent trying to like get an address for him. Just to like send him a fan letter. Just, like yeah, when or, I was younger. Or even was, some of your, your comics, man. Yeah, like, like I just, 
he was such a big deal for me growing up and got me through a lot of really intense times as a teenager. Just like reading his comics really did make me feel better. And so it's just, and I know I'm not alone in that. You know, it's a whole generation of people, I think, who love those comics. Absolutely. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. Did you ever get a hold of him? Or did you no, or did no. you send, like, find no. an address? And I, I didn't think you would hear anything back. No, but. no. I actually got back an email saying, like, he retired. Don't try again. And I was oh, like, oh, oh. Yeah. yeah. No, it was, like, pretty, he, it was pretty curt. I was like, oh, yeah. Definitely. Okay. He's, and he's a, yeah. you know, he's, I wouldn't, he's not, he's not like he's a weird shut-in. He just, he did that. And that's his thing. And he knows right. that it's. Do you know who he's like, Paul? He's like Neil Armstrong. Oh, Neil Armstrong was like, this was a mission. Cerebral. It was a thing. It was Cerebral. a thing. He's a very smart guy. Yeah. yeah. But I did this. It was a thing. Da, da, da. That doesn't make me any more special. Can you please leave me alone? Now right. I'm trying to do my other yeah. thing, like whatever it is. I was, right. a, uh, I was a Bloom County fan, actually. If you know Bloom County. I know with, Bloom County. Yeah. yeah. Oh. That yeah. was that was more. Wait, is that the what the little penguins? Yes. Yeah. 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 Mainly, yeah. That was kind of upcoming to them. That was kind of quirky. It, it was, was. Yeah, it was fun. I liked that. Goofy. Yeah. I still Bre- like Bre- Breathled. What was his name, the artist? Uh, something. Bre- anyway, I've seen his stuff on, it's coming on my news feed now for some reason. I- I- he retired for a while, and now he's kind of back with the political atmosphere we have now, I believe. So that's interesting. But I think because you were you were spoke to, or um, uh, uh, Calvin, all that kind of stuff, this is probably what you, this is coming back, your cartoon stuff that you're doing could be coming percolating back through yeah, you now and kind sure. of yeah you know. well, I was telling Joe on one of the breaks I, I wanted to be a comic art uh, like a comic strip artist mm-hmm. as a kid and um, I actually used to write comic strips to like just to make myself laugh but also when I didn't understand something I found I'd often make one like I, I processed 9-11 as a little kid by making some comic strips about terrorism like really weird shit but like mm-hmm. it just kind of that's how I processed the world but I was always told that there's no market for it, that it's a dying market. And I kind of accepted that until this year. I'm like, well, let's find out, you know, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe it's not as dead as people, you know, with web comics, it's kind of waking up again. Sure. Um, so, you know, it's, I think that that is a way that certain people look at the world. And, you know, Bill Watterson is definitely one of those people where he clearly just, I don't mean not clearly, but it seems like he just processes the world, you know, through that sort of outlet. And it was really awesome to read and, and be able to kind of process it with him. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's been around forever. And, and I mean, you have four or five frames of whatever can answer or can pose questions and make you think. And so it's a good format. It's a good, what do yeah. you want to call it? A good, uh, what do you want to call it? Not format. A good whatever. It works is what I'm saying to the human psyche to have not just a single image and it's not a long short story, you know, whatever. Just four or five frames. Right. We can yeah. pose this question and make an answer, make it funny or thought provoking or whatever it is. So even though it died, dying, whatever, right. it was around forever, and it was around forever for a reason. I right. think it'll. I think it'll remain. It just went yeah. to a different medium. Yeah. yeah. No. That's, exactly. Yeah. That's and it. How is that monetized? How How is it accessible to people? You know, of course. It's just different. But yeah. I, that's a comic. Kind of like we were talking about earlier with with comedy. It's it's sort of like. Um, what's the word like almost like the narc of ideas or whatever like it can just get sneak in Mm -hmm. it'll it'll figure out a way yeah it it, it will fit yeah it'll find a way to get there it's it's it really is just the the mechanism of delivery it's not the medium it's or it's not even not the medium but it's the mechanism of delivery not the ideas yeah exactly it'll it used to be cave cave walls and then paper (laughs) and now it's you know it's 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 online and and it's cool some of these uh prints that you have 
brought um, would look on a computer, it's still kind of nice to have something you physically hold in your hand or a yeah. book that you turn the pages or you hold this up or it's a big piece of art you can hang on the wall. It's different. It's different than being all digital. I kind of want a gigantic version of the penguin one. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> I really like, I, I want a my, huge version favorite. of one of these. Like, yeah, the one where he's like standing at all the penguins and he's lost. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. I kind of want that. You're standing like standing around a bunch of people just like you. You're like, what? <laughs> I I, I, I kind of want one like I wonder what the biggest format I could get in that like I don't know I mean the original is 8 by 10 so the more you blow it up it'll get fuzzier and fuzzier but I mean you could try I don't know I might have to try I was thinking gigantic <laughs> like yeah, I, I mean know. like like 10, 10 feet by like <laughs> just put it on a wall in Kingman just yes yeah. like on a mural oh why don't you paint it on a mural oh my that god would be a good mural actually That'd yeah be fucking awesome. I've got yeah. just the, I've got just the place for you to do it yeah it's the side of that the smoke shop downtown the the the, the head shop that's oh, like yeah. shut down yeah, yeah, shut yeah. down and we all hate the we all teddy hate. bears are running around in front of it or whatever yeah that's yeah weird it yeah oh did you oh you weren't here for I that heard it place was closed did you down for selling spice yeah they were selling spice yeah. and it was bad and the DEA came in and busted them and then they found a bunch of other illicit things and yeah. like that place is now it's now a property of the government like a, through the RICO Act like it's it's not even it's not even yeah. in like, like that guy hasn't gone to jail yet. But, but he he's will. but he will, yeah. And the government's going to auction that off. Like I don't think anybody would. This has actually been a topic I've discussed before of like having a painting party like at yeah. three a.m. I even asked a couple yeah. cops about it, and they're like, "Yeah, we're not going to if you're in the middle of the night painting somewhere. That's not suspicious activity, and we don't give a shit because it's orange. The whole the one side of it is right. orange, it's and hideous. it's it is terrible. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's, bad. It's, it's bad. So maybe you're you're all. What do you think? That's a that's that, a, that, would actually that be is really a big fun. ass mural. Yeah, that would be fun. I don't know uh, if we figured out some way. You, you you know, you grid it out. You could basically make a paint by number, and then if you just got a team of people, you could probably bust it out in a couple nights. Yeah, but I mean, it'd be a big undertaking. We're starting to do research actually now. I'm working with a group that's doing some downtown. We're going to try to do some mural stuff, and uh, we want to talk to you about that. Yeah, I've heard well. from uh, Sarah Peterson about that. Yeah, and, and the county. Yeah. As well. So so, but th- apparently there's these special primers. You want to do some if you want to have it last. Yeah. You know, you got to clean it a certain way, and there's special primers for for mural work for a base coat. Right. And then special paints you want to use. Otherwise, it's just going to go to shit. Yeah. Pretty I've quick. I've never done a painting like outside on a building. Yeah. I really want to, but I have no idea what the process is. What kind of supplies? Well, if you're really need. serious about doing this, and we talk about it, we'll do a little bit of research and figure out what we really need. Okay. You know, to make that yeah, that be happen fun. because I wonder people do art on public services almost without even asking sometimes. Right. Yeah. And everybody kind of likes it. Okay, cool. And then it just stays forever. And this building, I just wonder what would ever happen with that building. Cause no Maybe I'll really... just tweet at Banksy and see if he'll just come here and <laughs> do something cool. Great. I would lose my mind. Oh, everybody would. I'd probably get graffitied upon by some. What the hell is this? Right. I, would stab, I would stab some asshole oh, in the leg for something like that. I would kill them if they yeah. were to ruin something like that. Anyway. Anyway. Art Hub. Art Hub. Art Hub, yes. Go check it out. Beale and Forth. Mm-hmm. Traveling artists come through town. Yep. Go I'll get your there. get your art on. Yeah. Go see Janie. <laughs> hey, Janie, thanks for coming in and bringing your uh, some of your pieces of yeah. examples of work. And thanks for what you're doing downtown. It it really adds a lot more than a lot of people are aware of. And um, more people should take advantage of it. And it's, it's something special downtown. It really is. It's different. It's different. And you're bringing in people from all over the world. It's a very, very good thing. It really is a good thing. Much more important than people think or realize. I said very much so. Yeah, it is awesome to hear. It's It's good for humanity. It's a big deal. It really (laughs) is is a big deal. It's a much bigger deal. 
than, than people give it credit for, I think, the average person in Kingman. I, I would tend to agree with you on that one. There you have yeah. it. That's my piece. All right. That's, that's all I got. Janie, do you have anything to add? No, just come visit Art Hub. I'll be there. It's cool. Tuesday through? Tuesday through Saturday, 11 to 6, starting Oops. next week. Starting next week. Yeah. Awesome. All be, right. Beeling forth. That's it. I'm going to go read some Ayn Rand. Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hey.